0: Oh going out there YouTube it's going to be Donnie coming to you from Masao Japan Panko Style it's going to be podcast number episode number 53 got my guy right here Mito or Mito still or many other different names you probably have you've been in around so long man we'll get into what came up with Mito uh, before we get into it my analytics say that you know guys tend to watch it for 10 minutes man so for the first thing I want to do is just go out and promote your Instagram Facebook Twitter and all those things like that
1: oh uh, okay well you can find me on Instagram it's uh, heathen underscore defiance um, which made a lot of sense at the time, and then uh, my yeah. YouTube channel is um, Drift Crash, so I mean I, everybody's searching for drift crashes, so it made sense. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like you know, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not there on patron or any of that stuff. Like nah, uh, yeah. I'm just I'm just out to share the drift love, man. So it's it's real simple.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So just getting like right
0: to it, man. Like like Mito, how did that come about, man?
1: Oh wow. Uh, okay, so. Because my name is Matt, Matthew, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like back in the day, like this is this is really early on. This is a long time ago but you know we all used to have like internet names. So yeah. my name was Mito Matto and obviously that's a derivative <laughs> of, do you remember Mito Natto racing? Yeah, yeah. So that's all it is. It's just a derivative of that and then people oh, just okay. dropped the Matto part and just started calling me Mito and then that stuck. So it's it's literally yeah. that it's just a nerd name does <laughs> i was just yeah,
0: everybody 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 that has a name like that i just I always want to know like the the origins because like like you most of them originate from like you know being on AOL back in those yeah, days and yeah. that was your screen name and stuff like that man but again man like you you're you're one of the guys um one of the many guys that i've met we met i don't know who added who but we've just been buddies on facebook for a while. And uh, I never get a chance because there's so many people, man, and you don't know who to speak to. But one thing, the reason why I, I contacted you a while ago uh, was all the shit you post, man, is the same like theories and concepts that I think about. And it's, you know, it's rare, man, that you find people out there that's not uh, doing the because uh, on Facebook, you know, you have all your buddies that are saying the same shit, echo chamber type stuff. And mm. you're like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. But I'm like, dude, he's actually the shit he says and posts is like, I agree with it. And I'm like I I want to talk to this guy, man. So your style and, and all this would maybe maybe be uh, interested in wanting to you know get you in a podcast and talk to you and all that stuff, man. Well, thank so, you. Overall, man, you've been in the game like how long, man?
1: Uh 20 years pretty much. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. But um now I I discovered drifting in I guess late 98 and yeah. I, I had a, a Honda CRX. Um, So I was like a Honda kid. Uh, I had nitrous back then, which is quite funny. (laughs) So my first ever car that I was legally allowed to drive, um, I had a hundred shot of nitrous in it. And uh, within an hour of passing my test, I'd been pulled by uh, by the cop. Because I was racing another car with nitrous on on the street, so they, they got pretty mad about that. So uh, yeah, I got. Do, do you use the point system in America? I don't know, but I got. Yeah, I got, yeah,
0: you, yeah, you points. Yeah. So I
1: got three points as soon as I started driving. Um, so oh, I, I was pretty much guaranteed to be an idiot from then on, really. Mm. Uh,
0: and what 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 uh, country uh, was this in? Oh, like, I, I, I'm in England.
1: Universe. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a I'm an Englishman. Um, yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, I didn't know, man, because it's like like you I know Well, when I met you you were you were well, we edited each other you were here you were in Japan I think so yeah when, I think you went you were left back when did you leave Japan well I'll go back
1: okay so I moved back from Japan in like 2009 2010 2010 maybe I don't know somewhere yeah, around so, then But um so, so I guess like but I've, I've been geez like 20 20 something times like back and forth to Japan mm. so I mean, you know, visiting when I lived there, obviously you go back and like visit home and then you do the thing where you haven't quite got your, your visa yet. So you got to <laughs> leave every three months, you know? And yeah. So, but I guess I spent maybe uh, like three years in total, roughly in Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah so you said
0: 2010. So 2010, I, I got here 2008, August. Uh, yeah, mm. I got it 2008, August and I, dude, I had a, I was at the track within 48 hours i was at the track already <laughs> i had a car i had a car within i had an r33 which i didn't want nobody wanted the r33 then i'd seen all the 32s i was like i'm gonna get a 33 and i just i just stuck with it just because there was so many 32s around and uh I, again i was drifting within the first week i got here most guys been here like two years and they mm-hmm. find every excuse not to go to the track when it's a track when right here so It's like 45 minutes msp uh, from my from my shop, mm. so it, it's pretty nice, man. But the one thing that intrigued me, um, I want to get all this out because I just roll my mind, man. It's the um, you mentioned Hachinohe really quickly in one of your videos, and I was yeah. like Hachinohe, So who, how did you end up here, and how long were you in Hachinohe? So that man? was
1: my first time in Japan. That was two thousand and one, and um, oh, literally my my friend um, was a school teacher for Nova or Norba, oh, yeah. <laughs> like however you want to say it. So he yeah. he just like. This is like my lifelong friend. He lives in China now. Um mm. and he always just did crazy things. Like he just decided, right, I'm gonna go and live there or there, or whatever. So he invited me over. So I ended up going up to Hachinohe in the winter. So it's oh. like freezing, there's like a foot deep in snow everywhere. <laughs> and um yeah, yeah I d I don't know, I just decided to hang out. Um yeah, I remember like back then, you know, our, our friend that we used to go and hang out with every day, because I stayed for a little while, you know. And uh, yeah. it was um, a, a black guy who owned a hip-hop store. And, like, back then, that was so rare, especially in Hattinoha, because it's, like, the middle of nowhere. So, like... What, what, was, the, what was the guy's name? Oh, man, I've you forgotten. Remember? This is, like, 2001, man. I'm, like, yeah. you know, my brain's not that good. <laughs> but um, yeah. I I, just, I remember he was a big, big dude with, like, dreads and stuff. Oh, man, he was, he was such a funny guy. But we had a real connection. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Maybe? yeah Maybe. that's
0: bobby man there's there's only yeah that's like not too many black guys running around well, and that guy yeah
1: like, but they're like seriously that's bobby. yeah wow yeah. that's amazing That, like yeah. that's, that's making me laugh because like it's so yeah, yeah that's so long like and you know that guy yeah. that's funny but um yeah uh, man like i think we had a connection because i think that's like as much as i love japan there's definitely like mm. And it's a, it's a very unusual thing to say as just an average like, white dude, you know. But I think there's, yeah. there's, there's quite a lot of... Um, you're ostracized quite a lot for the color of your skin, which is, for me, was a very weird experience, you know, not something I'm used right. to. So, yeah, that was... You know, we shared a connection then. So anyway, from that, like... Um, which is a weird tangent, sorry. Um, but That's from that, I ended up going to auto salon um, mm. and I got to see things like Kaguchi's car... Uh, I remember like uh, seeing Kaguchi and just being just completely starstruck. you know, like people get it over celebrities like you know Madonna and shit. Yeah. like I don't care about that yeah. stuff and I saw Kaguchi <laughs> and you know like the famous Kaguchi pose where he sat in his bonnet with his foot on the wheel yeah he was yeah, yeah. he was doing He's that in a
0: racing suit yeah
1: he was well, he was no he was in um he went through the thing wearing moccasins. So he was like wearing. Because yeah, I mean, he was just,
0: smoke. He was like smoking a cigarette. He was like leaning, like kind of post up on. Yeah, a, yeah, but he was. Yeah, yeah he was doing yeah, that pose
1: at yeah. auto salon. I was just <laughs> like, I was like a little schoolgirl, like losing my mind. I'm like, oh my god, it's Koguchi. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but I I I, I was working for Veilside at the time because the company I was working for in the UK were um the Veilside dealer. So I ended mm. up going over to to work with Veilsider. I I almost like it's only because it's black and it sucks on the camera, but I almost thought, hey, this is this is a special thing. I'm gonna put my Veilsider jumper on. So I almost had a Veilsider thing on. It's like 20 years old. <laughs> but I still have it. Yeah. So I'm a kleptomaniac, I guess. But yeah. So that's how I ended up in Hachinohe. That 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 went somewhere else. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, that's fine, man. It's crazy because you when you I uh, watched all your videos and then you stead. I'm like, oh, I rewind. Because like, you just like, mentioned Hatch Noir, then you went right on to the next topic. yeah. And it is like back during that time, like 2001, it was all a port. I got here in 08, so I heard all the stories about the Zero Yon and the drifting at the ports. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you probably ran into, there was another black guy with dreads named Greg. Uh, he was a rapper. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I don't know him, but I know that, of him, yeah. Yeah. And then another guy here named, another bigger black guy, no dreads, and his, his name is Antoine. And they were like, the top two black guys. And then I got here and yeah. joined yeah. the black, it, you know, it doesn't matter. The color don't matter, but it just happened to be black guys drifting, mm. which stands out in Japan where it's, you know, Japanese guys drifting. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, uh, I initially wanted to go to Yokota Air Base when I came here. And yeah. I'm glad I didn't go there because that area, man, there's so much traffic in here space. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. it does, it does suck. It does suck. It sucks between late August and April. That's winter the that's winter time here yeah and hachinohe actually is less snow because the mountains are like uh more near here but oh that's yeah yeah i'm right by yeah i'm right <laughs> by it, man so so hachinohe like you left the Renee, and you went to that, that area and everything and then like you you left like for your experience like you, you mentioned a good point man cuz i always ask guys this like what was your your non-biased opinion of japan like how they treat uh foreigners in all aspects from drifting to just going out to eat and everything
1: well, okay, so, um, and again, this is where it's a quite uh, unique experience as the, yeah. as the average white guy, you know, but yeah, uh, like certainly back then, me and my friend used to call it the, you know, the clown suit syndrome where yeah. literally there were so few foreign people in Japan at that time, it was like you were walking down the street with a clown suit, you know, everyone would like drop a <laughs> glance at you like, and you get yeah. the, you get the thing where someone's like, their face is directly at you and then when you catch them, their eyes go somewhere else. But yeah. the face yep, stays yep, there. Yep. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. so we used to call it clown suit. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's very mixed because I think Japanese people on the whole are really lovely people. They're really yeah. good people and uh, you know they they're they're fun and entertaining and they they want to involve you. Um, but then it gets to a limit and then you're the foreign guy you know and it takes a long long yeah. time to break through that barrier um where you're you're accepted as part of the furniture you know as an english expression mm. you know it's like oh, oh that yeah. guy's really staying here like he really belongs here you know like right. he's not just you know coming in to watch some anime and take some comic books yeah. home you know like there's it's I think it takes a long time to break through that barrier because I know like yourself you know I know a, a another few guys that have been there for a huge number of years and it, it takes them a long time to kind of break through that barrier especially like I think for me I always like I did I never quite broke through that because my Japanese was never quite good enough to to be completely fluently conversational yeah um, mm-hmm. But so, like, I can get what you know. I know all the drift words and how to talk about suspension and stuff like that. Like, that's not a problem. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it. Really, there's like, there's just like a little gentle pressing. um, It's it's not a racism. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it that. But it I definitely call it just. It's just kind of like someone's got a handout. And every time you get so far, mm-hmm. they just go, mm, that's enough, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it feels a bit like yeah. that. But at the same time, I've yeah. got some incredibly good Japanese friends.
0: Yeah. And that's the same <clears> Like, every <throat> every time I ask guys, is the same. The Whatever they explain is, like, the same thing. Like you said, yeah. they push away. But then, like you said, you'll meet a guy that's, you meet like I just dropped in on the uh, Kenji Yamanaka to pick up S14, and there are guys out there who know he's been he's an OG drifter, been around for a while, and never met the guy. Man, he was like, "Hey, man, cool and welcoming." And then like you'll meet another guy next week, and he's just a total dick bag, man. And it's like that one guy will make piss you off, and then you realize you got fifty other Japanese buddies that are opening, and they're all drifters, and exactly, they're welcoming. Yeah. And drifters, uh, I noticed, I, I mean, I, I hang a lot, I hang around drifters a lot, so I get used to that style. Then when I go to, like, I do jujitsu as well, mm. it's a different co- uh, culture. When, is it, when I do judo, it's a different culture there. I go snowboarding, it's a different culture. So there's clicks everywhere, within cliques. And uh, it, And I, I'm glad you said that because it doesn't really matter your skin color here. If you're not Japanese, like I said, you're joking like blood sport. If you're not Tanaka, you're not Tanaka. If you're yeah, not Japanese, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't really matter. You're gaijin. And it doesn't matter how long you've been here um how well do you speak if you do one thing wrong man they'll they'll remind you and they'll place you back and uh, like, and then, oh, in, a ship, in
1: business in business for sure yeah. like you cannot make mistakes yeah. and if you say you're going to do something you better damn sure do it or yeah you won't get that job again you know um yeah but i will say that drifters um from all the people i met in japan drifters are very unique like yeah. they're not they're not regular it's the same like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it'd be more, it'd be easier yep. for me to get on with like Bosa Zoku than it would mm. for um, you know, talking to a businessman in a bar that just really wants free English lessons. Right, do, do you get me? Like it's
0: yeah, I, I, I understand fully what you're saying.
1: So yeah, I don't, I don't want to paint a a, a bad picture because there's there's so much good in Japan. There's so many good no, people, no, no, but no. um,
0: no, it's just it's just you've been you've been. I don't I, I really relate to guys Like yourself Who've been here For the long haul Versus the guys There's a lot of guys I know you know these guys Who come They come so often Like Australia guys New Zealand guys That they feel like They know everything But I'm like dude You're staying for two weeks At a time And then you go back nah, You just come yeah. here Twice a year And then they feel like They're professional Foreigners Professional guys And like Nah dude You gotta live here go through it, work somewhere, and then really see how it feels. The frustration
1: of of not being able to get anything done or things that, um, when you're at home, like if I need, you know, I remember I needed a a diff or something like a differential and it was like, Oh, we can maybe get one in maybe a month or maybe seven. And it's like, (laughs) dude, at home, I can make a phone call. I can go and pick it up tonight. So like, what's the problem? You know? Yeah um yeah so like you you run into that but i think a lot of people go to japan now and they go to ebisu and they have the Ebisu. it's like now it's a package holiday you know and Mm. it's definitely not uh it's definitely not the experience like when when i first went you know like we were running toge uh running at the docks and things like that where it's it's not it's not the same thing like you know right. like when i when i turned up when i first turned up at like the docks to go drifting um man i i, I went out to run with people they saw a white face behind the wheel they stopped driving Yep. like no nope, you, ain't, you ain't driving with us <laughs> yeah like, and i was i was yeah. decent you know i wasn't a terrible yeah, drifter yeah. or at least i thought it was decent um yeah but yeah they they wouldn't even drift with me they're like it took me i think uh, maybe three six months before people had even talked to me it's like oh you're like, oh you're not just here once with a car you're trying to export tomorrow you know like yeah. it's like oh you you actually like coming because i was going like two or three times a week as well that was my entire purpose of being there so everything i did was facilitating that but um yeah i don't know that that package experience i think it um i think it gives people uh, a good impression of japan but it's a, a, an impression of one window, you know. It's just that little frame yeah. of, you know, kind of. Right, I've been to Ibisu and, uh, and Kumakubo and, and Tanaka and whatever. were Nice to me, I'm, I'm in. And it's like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. You got to, you got to put in time for people to even like consider you um, in any kind of way, like. Um, you know part of that scene let alone actually accepting you and being involved yeah. and then when you actually want to run with them like that takes a long long time
0: yeah 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 that that, that is a uh it, it's a good it's a gratifying feeling um because i you know i had one situation where i went to uh Maze circuit uh this particular trip cost about four grand from here down and there i actually broke in practice mm. so i went from sawa to ibisu did some uh settings there Got with Asian K and did some uh, mapping because my uh, power SE was broken, Mm. and um, went down to Maze. So all so get to Maze in uh, practice, the input shaft sleeve bearing like snapped off. So I pretty much I had to put it in gear, shift, and I just like jammed it in third. And then I was like, I'm not gonna, you know, I had to drive back home. So I took it. I took the transmission apart of the track. Uh, Kawabata was there, and he was like, uh, Morty. and I said, "Hi." He said. Chobaka. <laughs> so I was like uh, <laughs> uh, and then so like we never really had a conversation then I, it, when I get back to Masawa Kawabata had contacted Kohashi uh, my track owner which Masanui drops to Team Orange uh, he was like uh, you, you know this guy Gene Jackson and he was like yeah and then like Kohashi sent me a message like good job for like being strong or whatever mm-hmm. because even though I didn't I didn't even drive the fact that I drove all the way down there loaded up and then drove all the way back with no clutch. Uh, there was respect, and then like Suenaga was like helping me take shit out of the car. Yeah. And uh, these guys looking at me like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" That Suenaga is jumping in my car, taking out tires and putting stuff in. Mm. And when we walk up, Suenaga, the whole the whole paddock is like bowing to the dude. And I'm just like, "What? What's up, man?" Like, yeah. you know, To <laughs> us, you know, me, me and you is like, you know, we respect them as what they for what they do, but we treat them like men. But Japanese, they see them like on a different level. Mm. And um and it, it happened a few times, man, where you know, I go to the track and I just get these looks and then Cosmo will come up to me and like, "Hey Jackson." And then they be like, "How the fuck is Cosmo greeting this dude?" And it's it's just because, man, I like you say the FaceTime, put it in the time. Um not even winning, but just like showing up and driving and then knowing that I come all the way from 8 hours away with no trailer. Yeah. And just like scale alone and like, you know, hopefully I don't fucking wreck. Because I'm fucked. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, what was, so like, and then, all right, so you got, you're in Hatchinoid, and like, where, so where did you spend the bulk of your time, uh, mostly? Like, uh, With with, what, where
1: prefecture? Nagoya. So, literally in in Aichi, yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, uh,
0: That's right, that's right where all the, all the, all the chop shops are there, man.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but they're legal,
0: guys. They're legal chop shops. Legal chop yeah.
1: shops. <laughs> but, uh, <Yeah. laughs> my, like, you know, again, I had a friend who was living in Nagoya, so it was purely by chance. Um, in hindsight, I think I would have got gotten better. Uh, if, if I'd lived in Osaka, like, if I'd been, mm-hmm. gone there and, and lived there, I think I wouldn't have left Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like, eventually I ended up uh, having some kind of, like, so I, I like damaged my neck from drifting so much. And I didn't realize this at the time. So like, like if people think they drift a lot, like you, you don't drift a lot until you live in Japan because <laughs> it's, it's open access. So we were drifting like, yeah. you know, as much as possible. And that's like two, three nights a week. And you're not doing like mm-hmm. nice, big glidy American drifting. You're doing violent snapping, yeah. bouncing off, snapping, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's gnarly. So I ended up like from all of this motion, like, I ended up these—I uh, don't know what the hell—the name of the muscles in, like, your, your shoulder muscle or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, they, like, what was happening is they—they they were getting, um, like, all the muscles that operated my arms in this motion were getting really, really strong. So all yeah. the other muscles were getting <laughs> weak, and this is like legit, right? So what was happening is my my muscles here were like clamping up, and then my, uh, like, my shoulders are like doing this, you know, and like all—I was basically mm-hmm. like just folding myself up from training just one group of muscles all the time Um, and anyway what it was doing was giving me like shooting chest pains and then um, shooting pains down my arms and making my fingertips go um, like pins and needles go numb and stuff Mm -hmm. so uh, at the time I just completely convinced myself you're having a heart attack you're gonna die and uh, obviously you're on the other side of the world and I like started going a bit bonkers and then I got to a point where like I I was ready to jump off a roof you know like I was like and that happens to a lot of foreigners out there you know there's there's quite a lot of things you know that uh, feel stressful um and you can end up at points where you're like you know you go you know the love hate cycle with Japan where like you know you get three months I love this place three months I want to kill everybody you know (laughs) so um so yeah it was one of those moments and um I, I, I was like, I went to the doctor. And I'm like, dude, I'm getting these pains. Like, all this stuff's happening. Um, you know, I didn't know it was my muscles at the time. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I told him all these things. And he's just like, nothing is wrong with you. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, you don't know anything. You know, like, I I couldn't believe him. Anyway, I came back to England. And, um, you know, by this point, my, my head was just gone, you know. So um, mm. I ended up just, like, going to a physio and, like, dealing with all this muscular stuff. And like eventually, I got back to the point where it's like, oh my, everything works normally. But yeah, that that load from like drifting that much was just ridiculous. I forgot even so, where so, the point came from.
0: <laughs> yeah, did, did not as did they act, did they ask you like why? Did they actually, like what symptoms could have? Well, what situations could have prompted that, or they just yeah, literally tell it was the, drifting the,
1: the, the physio said that is is drift uh, not drifting but driving. He right, said that's from right. an excessive amount of driving. So. Right. You know, but yeah, I was out like two, three times a week, like hammering it. Not, not for like, yeah. You know, an hour. Like you, you, we'd go out and we'd probably get to the docks for like 10, 11, and we'd right. be going home at like four, five. And then I, yeah. I, I worked at like an English school, but um, do, are you aware of the um the the schools that are basically uh are only there to launder money for like the yakuza?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: yep. I worked in one of those. And I didn't really realise at the time and then afterwards, like when it was happening, it was like so I've got like thirty students on the books, but only like two ever turn up and, and the rest of the yeah. time I just sitting around and they paid me a lot of money for doing it. Yeah. Um so I was getting probably like two thousand dollars a month. But I was working <laughs> damn, like like maybe two days a week or something, like just just nothing. It's
0: not like it's not you're not gonna complain about it. like cool i think I, I think in a week <laughs> yeah. i was doing
1: like four hours of work like that's it
0: Holy shit. And like
1: when i first kind of like all my lesson plans like oh yeah this is awesome what i'm doing i've done my, my tefl course and you know all that. and then it's like oh i'm just having a conversation in english and then uh and then getting paid <laughs> that, yeah. that so,
0: that, so initially like, when you when you came here initially it was for the like the teaching of english and stuff like that no hell it, no did you, pick, you picked it okay. always
1: drifting always Yeah. so I mean because yeah, that, that's what no go ahead, go ahead. well I was going to say even before that like I was a skateboarder growing up um, mm. so you know a couple of my friends ended up being professionals in America and things like that but mm. you know I was really into that and I wasn't interested in cars and as soon as I got to cars like it was within six months I'm like right that's it I'm I'm drifting that's the rest of my life done so mm. and here we are 20 years later
0: yeah it kind of happens that quick man your life uh, you know it, it's, and then it's one of the things where you like you mentioned been 20 years it's, it's crazy that it feels like I just started like last week same thing I came from Honda mm-hmm. I, I I I was in a game when like the crX you know the EF egs b18 ZC, GSR swaps were big and I got right when I found drifting is when the K series swap became popular and at mm-hmm. that point I seen um I seen my first video was koguchi in the black 180 with the big 18-inch wheels on it and shooting fireballs. That was the first video i ever seen. Yeah. Then I I like, I seen it. It was like E-bomb or something like that. There was no YouTube, none of that stuff. Mm. And um, <laughs> a buddy of mine, when I seen it, then I was like, all right, that's cool. And then I, I returned back to doing drag stuff as I drag race first. And uh, a buddy, when I got to college in 2003, a, a Korean uh, roommate, he was like, uh, oh, you, I see your you know, you got the drift, whatever, on your picture, or whatever. He's like, you ever see Initial D? I was like, what the fuck is that? And he <laughs> showed it to me. I'm like, I don't, I don't watch cartoons. Like, dude, this, never seen anime. Never, my, never seen anime or knew what it was mm. before this. He uh, gave it to me. I watched the first two seasons in the first night, and uh, wow. I binge watched him yeah. Like, dude, I was fucking hooked. And I was like, and that, so that fucking thing, man, with Grant's Turismo, like, got me into. Uh, to really get into it. Because I got into cars in 99. Mm. But I didn't really know anybody. I didn't come from a family. And uh, all the guys that I knew were all about drag racing. Was at, what everybody wanted to do. Being from Baltimore. That's that's pretty much it. Mm. And uh, yeah man. So that changed my life man. Uh, and and uh, you know. It pretty much put me where I'm at right now. And I don't regret anything man. It's just like breaking shit. Uh, losing tires. And losing time and sleep. And like the all this week I've been going to sleep at 2am, 3am. Working on engines. And uh, you know it, it, it could be worse man you know?
1: I think it's it like something like drifting is a unique thing like the same as skateboarding so when I skateboarded skateboarding was my life I was either skateboarding or watching videos about it or reading magazines about it or thinking about it or just like it's really consuming and I think drifting is the same as that where it's just like it's not just getting in a car and driving around a little bit it's just yeah. everything. <laughs> I mean you're like all this junk behind me well it's not junk it's gold you know but yeah. like yeah, all yeah, the yeah. stuff behind me like you know I'm above my garage so like below me is just years of obsession with this stupid thing that we do like yeah. and I, I don't know why I found it so addicting but it just gave me a purpose. And gave me something that's like, because when I started drifting, I'd sucked at it. I sucked so bad. (laughs) But like, um, and obviously we didn't have anyone to teach us back then. We were just crashing in roundabouts and, uh, uh, you know, acting like dicks and hoping it'd work out. But um, like it just, because I was bad at it, because it was hard, because it was like, you know, something that was challenging. And like, I've always been someone who can like, kind of do things quite easily so if you if you give me something to do, like I'll work it out quite quickly. Um, but drifting, like I just couldn't, I couldn't get it, and it pissed me off. And I'm like, I want to do this, like more than anything, I want to do this. And I think because I, I say quite often, like somebody who's naturally talented at something, I think they get to a certain point and then they can't progress with it because their mm-hmm. their talent takes them there, and there's no system of learning in place. They they haven't right. taught themselves how to teach themselves. Right. So because I was bad at it, like it always gave me a way of saying, Hey, I need to learn more and, and using mm. it, you know, like using that kind of drive to push myself to learn different things. And I think that's why I ended up so like niche with drifting in a sense of in the Western world. Like I I just put the video out on YouTube about technique yeah, and You know, if if you live in Japan and you're a Japanese, you know all those words, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know about that snapping motion and, you know, the the timing and everything. You just know because that's just how it's done, you know. So, but here, you know, in the rest of the world, the amount of guys that said to me since I put that out, and I I won't point the finger at anyone because like it's not useful, you know. But the amount of people that said, oh, I've always done it like that. I just didn't know the words. and no no you haven't always done it like that you know like i can see by your driving and there's there's a a detail in there that you have to put the study time in you have to put like your eyesight into you know you have to figure out how to see that motion and how to see that timing and it's not i've made it as obvious as i can but you still have to study you still have to put that time in yeah because drifting has got that expansion constantly there's never like a limit to what you can learn and study and see right you know like right. you know it's just it, it's constantly ongoing i do want to go back though and just quickly say that the Kaguchi 180 video like even back then Kaguchi's just like he's he was he was hit he was way uh, advanced. his his engine was like shifted back in that car so that yeah. was the mid-mount engine car and he had a dog leg box like yeah. that car was just next level right then. Yeah. But like people forget yeah. how far ahead he was because it looked like a normal 180, and it was like, nah, dude, that car is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And then like, you you look at, uh, you look at like the dude, like where he grows rice and some shit. Like he, he works in like a barn. Like he oh, works yeah. in a, like a, in this, like they see the cars and everything and they figure out. They, when people, one of the things that irritates me being a shop owner, honestly, and I, I learned how to get over it, Guys who come, you know, from miles around or where are they from, and they want to go to Top Secret. They want to go to R.A. Mia. And I understand it because Top Secret, R.A. Mia, MCR, all those shops have been around for 30, 40 years. Mm. And they're they on, like, their prestigious level because they've just been around so long. They've, they've, you know, 30 years in the game means you got good product. You wouldn't last that long without it. Mm. And that's what I – even though I've been at my shop for four years, like, legally, I've been doing this before that um, – they don't understand like, you know, I'm not the quality, man. Like I'm not going to the money. Yeah. I need it, but I'm not going to sacrifice my quality mm. to do stuff. And I, like, I, I don't know if you've seen my other podcast. I said already, other than selling a car to another drifter, no drifter. I've been here four years. I have made $0 from a drift car, $0, <laughs> $0. And I've made a pretty good amount of money to stay in business and pay all the bills you got to pay. But Um, it's because, and I I don't take it to heart because I was a drifter. I never went to shops and understand if you're a drifter and you want to really do this, you got to learn it. You got to learn to work on your car because if you don't, you're going to be not drifting long. Exactly. You're going to break shit every night. You're going to break shit every session. So every drifter, I think by default becomes a body man, a paint man. (laughs) And, uh, and it's like, you have to learn those skills and that's how I learned how to paint. I learned how to do body work. 'Cause I was crashing shit, man. And it, it's like crazy we all have those skills. I I just got Everybody. I just
1: got hammer skills. Yeah. <laughs> just hammer it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just the hammer on the quarter panel or the, or the guy with the jack. That's like advanced section when you put the jack in there. Oh, that's that's and, next and, level, yeah. <laughs> that's next level right there, man. That's like that's Porsche level F one. But yeah, man, I, I do I do like the culture, man, because I've been away for four years since I opened mm-hmm. this up. Um but it's, it's, dude, it's, it's like Your video, actually, I learned a lot. I mean, I've been in the game 20 years like you, man, but I learned a lot of stuff from your history. I watched it twice, your history video mm. and the technique video because I actually, believe I've been here this long, but some of those terms I didn't know. Mm. But I knew I've been around this guy so long. I've seen it. I've heard it. I've always heard the the, the tapping of the, the, the gas. Yeah, yeah I didn't know why he was doing that until you explained it, but I knew it was a reason why. Mm. So, I mean, for the guys out there who've been – you know, in a game this long and like I live in Japan and I didn't know that. So guys shut the fuck up and just watch the video. (laughs) So dude, it's definitely good videos and everything, man. And and, and the culture is good, but it changes so much. Now when I go to the track, there's a new, there's, there's two new generations there since I last went there heavily. Mm. So when I I show up, they like, who the fuck are you? And, uh, and like, what are you doing? So I just kind of like, I just smile and nod. And I was like, you know, this summer I'll fucking show them. So you just got to drive guys. So When you come here, Talk is you could talk whatever you want to talk. If you don't speak Japanese, you can't talk much. You just got to drive, and they're all going to treat you like shit initially until they see your skills. So don't take it personal when they put on their hazards and all that stuff and, and all that stuff. So I'm talking
1: to my you um, know stuff. But. I think as well, it's about like <coughs> knowing your place in the hierarchy. Mm. So, um you know, like uh, in Nagoya, like when you're out running on the street, um you know, like back then, like your koi mm-hmm. was the dude, you know? Right. Like, uh, he was the boss. Like, he ran shit. Like, that's just how it was. Yeah. So, like, you can't just go up and run with koi Like, you right. can't do that, you know. And, uh, like, you have to start the back. You know, it doesn't matter how good you are. Like, you, can, you could be Freddie Asbo or James Dean or whatever. You can't just go <laughs> and run up there, you know, and be, like, straight right. to the front. But if you're nauki right. you can go, hey, I'm, like, on your level. You can go and run at the front because you're above – the other guys in your right. coi's team, so it's like knowing how the hierarchy works, yeah, and knowing yep. your place. And I think for Westerners, like Westerners have got this, like, well, I'm just as good as you, you know, yeah. like, like because they think on like, <laughs> uh, like if I if I meet someone who's a billionaire, right, and they've started yeah. at nothing and they've worked worked their ass off and they've become a millionaire, billionaire, whatever it is, and like they've done more in their life than I have, and they've done something more influential like a, a doctor like i've done a shitload of stuff with drifting mm-hmm. but i don't save lives on a daily basis you know right so i know to look up at that guy that guy's above me in my in my estimation mm-hmm. it's like hey you do something better for society than i do so i'm mm-hmm. going to look up to you and revere you because you've worked for that you know and you deserve that um level but i think we you know as western people like um I don't really think that way and I'd imagine you don't think that way either because you live in Japan and we've had that shared experience but right. certainly right. like you know we have we have a thing here where if someone lives like uh, you guys call it welfare. So if someone's on welfare you know here it's the doll or whatever. So if someone's at that level they will put themselves in the same place as like a member of the royal family or you know uh, the director of Amazon or whatever like hmm. because oh we're, we're all the same i'm as good as you and it's like no yeah. no you're not you're gonna work for that shit yeah. so and I, <laughs> I think that's a very difficult thing to accept as a westerner um right. or as someone that's not used to that hierarchical is that a word hierarchy right yeah, it, hierarchical heart, 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 structure heart, heart, we, get,
0: we get it yeah. yeah so
1: like if you can be accepting of that and you just go hey that guy's a shitload better at driving than i am if you can accept that, then you're going to learn the most in the shortest amount of time because you just go, that's the guy I need to look to. 100%. You know? 100%. Man, to a yeah. degree, though, that can then hold you back because I think if you're going to go and win things, you need to have um, a separate sense of, yeah. uh, of sort of like self-worth, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, no, it makes it makes yeah. sense.
0: I know what, you, what you're mentioning right now, I, I know I, I won't actually... I won't call him all here, but I'm going to have him on a podcast and I'm going to talk about it in public because he's a, uh, this particular guy is a good guy and he's, he has the skill, mm-hmm. but me, uh, before I get into him myself, before I got into drifting, I was big into sports, contact sports, wrestling, football, everything I do, martial arts, MMA, all that stuff there. So physical aggression is easy for me. Like, and in, in, it, people saying, "What does that have to do with drifting?" When you're competing, even though, like they say, drifting is fun. Like, dude, you're going out there to fucking win. All I'll and say if is, you,
1: if it, it, you, you know, uh, you'll know this straight away. Uh, so, yeah. the book of five rings. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You just got to adapt that mentality and then yeah. separate normal, normal life and normal fun. Like, if you're right. if you're going to win, and like the reason I, I like Masashi is because uh, Miyamoto. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the book of five yeah. rings, particularly, is because. You know, like he he was so successful because people had a preconception and he knew how to manage that. And that's exactly right. what you get from like jiu-jitsu, from fighting sports is you have that mentality mm-hmm. of, sure, I respect you, but I'm here to kick your ass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that's yeah.
1: something that for me, like I, I never learned that. Like I was like, oh, mm. like when I was younger, I never wanted to battle people because it was like, Ah, you worked really hard to be here, and I don't want to take that away from you. And it's like you you can end up in this place where it's (laughs) like, What the fuck am I doing? Like I like now, because I've got 20 years and now I finally feel like, oh, hang on, wait a minute. I worked my ass off. Like I worked harder than all of you fuckers. Like, so now I can do that. But it it like to get that shift in my mentality, it took like, you know, um, you know listening to uh, Miyamoto Musashi and like the you know reading the book of five rings and the art of war and like not just listening to the words but actually hearing the words and understanding them and I think that shift of mentality is important but yeah yeah sorry to interject but it's just no no no, that's
0: that's perfect man I I love this kind of conversation man the the biggest thing and like definitely everything you said is spot on uh the one thing that like because I the one thing that really stands out what you just said was the um you know you're good yourself, but then like that moment when you like, that dude is actually fucking, he's, he got more seat time. And that's what I tell guys. It doesn't fucking like, my, my track guy, Masunori Kohashi, I'm not sure if you know him, but again, he's the, he's a 24, 25 year old. He's won like yeah, yeah, yeah. five or six. It's like, he's 20, maybe just turned 26. When I was 33, he was like, whatever. And he was fucking already winning rounds in D1 mm, GP Yeah, and, and you know, winning uh, D1 Street Legal, man. And he's it's a like, good driver. Yeah, and I'm asking anything. I'm like, he lives at a track, and dude's like, man, you... I'm like, dude, an American guy came up to me and asked me, why are you asking him for your... uh, Like, he's spotting. And I'm like, he was like, all right, go out further, float, you know, uh, extend out and everything, Mm -hmm. go out to the judging stand. And I I came back around, did it the next one. He's like, all right, good, you know, skill up. And I got satisfaction from that dude telling me, uh, skill up, skill up, because he notices I got better. He's already a D1GP driver, and now... When I go to the track now, I'm in a I'm in that category now where they know I'm good. They know I'm good. They they'll put me in the events and stuff like that. They don't got to ask a question. They know what yeah. the level I yeah. am. And the speed difference between me and other Americans is astronomically different. So, now when I go to the track, uh they those guys like, "Oh, you quit or whatever." I'm like, "All right, cool, dude. I'm running a shop. I don't have time." But now when I go to the track, I I shake some hands. I nod. Then I get on the track, and then when I come back, the New America's like, dude, I didn't know you could drive that good. I'm like, dude, it's just seat time. Mm-hmm. That's the only separation between me and you. And um, just acknowledging that, you, yeah, you can fucking do a figure like Na- Naoki, but he can do a lot more. And when you acknowledge that yeah, they're just better than you, just you'll notice that and you get better. And I noticed yeah. my game got better when I acknowledged that, hey, he is better than me because seat time and natural skill or whatever.
1: But That's, that's another subject. Like with yeah. with Nauki in particular, because like I, I I often do comparables between like you know James Dean and Nauki and right. or whoever you know East and West or whatever, right. but particularly those two guys because they're both incredibly good drivers, but right. um, James has a particular window that he works in, uh, and Nauki has a a particular window that he works in, but the level of detail in each is completely different, right. and. Western driving is very much about efficiency. It's mm-hmm. so like, hey, you know, I'm gonna, you know, because obviously the whole welded diff thing and all that. You can you can go and watch my yeah. YouTube if you need to understand that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'll I'll link I'll link it, guys, so you guys won't yeah don't link it. But so effectively, like, if you're just on the throttle and you're working the left foot brake, you know, and mm-hmm. driving off the steering, it's a completely different thing to how he's dri- driving and working off the rear wheels and locking and unlocking the diff. And like mm-hmm. a lot of Japanese driving is nothing to do with making the driving better. It's to do with mm-hmm. showing off how much extra you can do on top of yeah. the driving <laughs> just to be like, hey, because everyone's good, yeah? Everyone can drive around right. like, you know, right, right. A, a, a high level. But then if you can drive at a high level and then do some extra shit that no one else is doing, <laughs> then it's like, hey, look, I'm. this is me showing you that my level is, like, just that bit more than you guys, you know, like, and yeah. that that's something that, like, only exists in Japan, and I love that. And, like, being mm. able to see it as well and understand it and understand what they're doing is then something else on top again because it's so subtle. You know, some of these things are just tiny little sounds and only, Small like, stuff. that yeah. Japanese, like, meticulous nature just mm-hmm. – you know makes people notice that you know it makes them go oh well he did this tiny little detail then and the rest of the world goes what are you talking about like yeah nothing different they don't happened. see it yeah they, they don't see it exactly they
0: don't see it, yeah man. It, it's a uh, it's small <laughs> stuff like uh my my track my local track msp i wish that came you were here 2001 uh msp started i got here in 08 it started 2007 so mm. all the street guys all migrated from the mountains and they're all guys that came off to their MSP and they were, these guys, they were teams. Uh, Greg told me the whole story about it. It was like this team and it was this team and um, they all came to the track and everybody was like in their little teams and they didn't really talk to each other and then like all of them were, I mean, good drivers, they're all were fucking off the track because the Toge and a lot of guys might don't understand. What you, I know you know this, but Toge and Circuit driving two different people, two different, when they, normally some guys can do both Mm-hmm. But normally, Tohoku guys stay toga because they don't want to pay the track fees. And they, don't, they 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 want to go out there and do whatever they want to do. And then it's a different. Uh, I know you had the feeling where you're just like you got that you got because you like doing something illegal, so you get the extra buzz from drifting on top of that. And then you go to the track and it's just like, all right, well I'm safe. You'll do more than you'll do on the street. Mm. And um, I've, I've I wrecked the car, I wrecked my D1 uh, D1. It was D1 divisionals. So it was like a D1 street legal build. Wrecked my car. I uh, spent about sixty grand building the car and. I put it in a fucking ditch 10 feet down the thing luckily i was drifting with yakuza <laughs> yeah they got it out but if it wasn't for that guy and his dad um i would be fucked and i ended up not having insurance that night so mm-hmm. the car i had to pay to do a thousand dollars which i didn't have and i did it was a bad it was it fucked me for two years man <laughs> wow, that's awesome. so that was i I, re, I retired from toge that was the last time i ever went to the toge ever it's, it's just
1: to- toge does, It's it doesn't play man it's unforgivable like uh, i think this is i had um one of the irish like a you know quite a high level irish driver that got really upset with me Mm. because he couldn't he couldn't accept and he couldn't really comprehend that people Mm. genuinely risk their lives on the toge like he just he was like nobody is that stupid nobody is that that's ridiculous dude i did that like that was my regular like once we didn't do it every night, like toge is hardcore, like you don't mess around on toge, you're on your A game or you're off, you know, right. and off right. is bad. So, right. you know, like, man, we'd, we'd go to toge and just like crazy things would happen. But if you're there, like, you know, it's a very Japanese mentality where if you're not good enough to be at the toge, you have no business being at toge. If you right. fall off, that's on you. So. Right. It just—I don't yeah, know if you can hear. It just started raining real hard. So if you get rain noises, no, I apologize.
0: Not so good. I can—I can do the sound, this, the post-production and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely as a, a big thing between that and the uh, the toge, um, and then like I said, being on the track, drifting, different cultures. I, I again, when I—I I, I didn't go to the toge right away. I went to toge about three years after I got here because I had the track. So I was—I was interested in you know learning a track etiquette, and then I was like, all right, well if I learn a track etiquette. And the speed, I ticked it to the toe Then I was told to slow the fuck down because I was going out there and I was doing, by that time, third gear. Mm. So I was coming down and it, it sounded cool and everything. And said like, ah, d- damn because I was my first night there. And it was like, we know you fucking drift on the track good, but this is not the track. Yeah. And sure enough, sure enough, man, two more volleys. that came down third gear fucking down the hill, 600 horsepower. And I couldn't see where the fuck <laughs> I was going and uh, hit a guardrail and did a 180. Uh, slid down a hill 10 feet, and then I'm just sitting there like, dude, this is not fucking happening right now, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I had yeah. that, a
1: very similar story, but it was just like, so I just managed to save it. So I was drifting at a place called Hazunodo, so mm. like Farm Road, like, you know, like mm. just they all have a, a crappy name, but like, um, and it was like a downhill. There's probably video of it somewhere, but there was like a downhill. <laughs> And you came down to a left where the gallery was. Anyone who doesn't know what gallery is, it's where spectators stand, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: So you'd come down to a left and then there was like a guardrail with a big, big, big drop on your left. Mm. Um, and then on the right was like a storm drain. Uh, it was, a, you know, like like half a meter deep or whatever. Uh, so you'd like you'd run out to the storm drain. And what the Japanese guys would do was they'd straighten off and then they'd drive straight. And there was a crest. And after the crest, it went right. So what they do is slow down, they'd just get over the crest and then they'd reinitiate. And I'm like, uh, why are they being uh, pussies now? So I just cranked yeah. third, like at a few <laughs> hundred horsepower, mashed it up this hill, flicked it. And it was in a JZX90, yeah. right? It's a big car. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, yeah. and literally like came over the crest, got slightly airborne on the crest like a badass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm the king like of the r- rally driver. <laughs> yeah. And then literally I realized as soon as I like landed, I realized. Oh, they do that because there is no grip on the other side of that crest. So then I just mm. started washing out to the barrier, like so slow. And you know, you're doing that thing where you're washing out and you're trying to like, you're just trying to straighten the front end off. So you like control it. I was doing that and I had my buddy. You ever met Travis Woodham? We I, I, were buddies. We never met. Yeah, yeah, Trey, he's Facebook, he's yeah. such a hyper dude. Like. He's, he's yeah. one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. He's He's got ADHD, so he's just like, <laughs> t- 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 you know. So anyway, he's in the passenger seat, and literally, I've never heard him go completely quiet. You know, like, when we were drifting, he's, like, so hyped and yelling and stuff, you know. And, like, he went dead quiet, and I'm just like, going, shit, 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 and- like literally just as we're like just about scraping the rail it just like gripped again and we went away but it was just like <laughs> oh my god like yeah, yeah. and i was just like that's why no one drifts over that crest you know so it's like yeah but um that's yeah. such a, a a a new you know like a a kind of new to japan thing to do is like oh they're not doing this i can do that i'll show them yeah and then and that's
0: exactly exactly yeah. my that's that's what you explained is exact news like that's the reason why they're not saying slow down because like you can't do it they knew I could drive but yeah that's why Do he was the first time I came back he was like ah see boy but I forgot the rare for slow he was like uh too fast and
1: it'd
0: be again Nate and the thing was um he vouch. I came with him so he vouched for me so I was automatically and that's um what you explained earlier when you showed up in for like three months two months yeah if like you come there I'm talking to general the guys right now. If you go if you come here and a guy like, you know, uh vouchers for you, you kinda get inducted in the inner circle, but you're it's still kinda like on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, again though, then so, like if you if, yeah. if he if he for you and you crashed, like yeah, that's on, on him. him. Yeah. So then like, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, yeah, sorry, that that guy's a problem. Like Yeah, he never asked me back after that. I mean,
0: even though I got I crashed a D one car, he never that night he never well he contacted me for some dumb shit but it was never to go back and hang out because I'm pretty sure it was like yeah don't bring that fucking guy back yeah because they didn't know they didn't they knew well, number one and this is what sucks here in Japan they seen the fucking D and I should have took it off they seen the D1 stickers and all this shit and the sponsors and to them it's like these guys would never do competitive driving mm-hmm. so they kind of they kind of give you like a shit looking down look like fuck this guy he's yeah. a he's a rich dude or whatever and i'm far from fucking rich i just i grind i grind man yeah. so they really didn't i thought they i thought they'd be like oh yeah cool it was the girls came over their girlfriends came over and i took two other girls for rides but they weren't really excited about they weren't really excited to see me so the vibe and then me crashing just like yeah i'm gonna stay away
1: yeah yeah, yeah. oh for sure like and i think it's <laughs> um you know eventually i ended up like you know when you get the cars that have just got like uh, I, I had one of those cars where you've got like a million like Tomodachi stickers, you know, like
0: everyone oh, yeah, gives yeah, you a yeah.
1: sticker and like yeah. I, the reason I used to put them on was because Like being being a, a new guy So every time mm-hmm. someone's like hey, this guy's cool I'd, I'd make sure I'd put that sticker on because they like feel some kind of pride as well Um right. you know like the, you're running their sticker, but also yeah. it meant that like Hey, all of those people think that that guy's okay. So if I'd go to somewhere new or someone that didn't know me, it'd be like, right, oh, he right, runs with right. those guys. So it's right. okay. And I'd like, um, do you remember Commandos? Do you remember the team Commandos? I
0: don't.
1: It's like know. a really old, famous, like, uh, IT team. Like, I I had, like, um, I, I'm so pissed at myself that I like didn't get two of the stickers and just keep one of everything, you know, mm. but like I uh, had the original commandos, like one of the original members, like he gave me a stick and was like, you're okay. Like you get, you get a pass, you know, uh, um, right. and then, do you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, in Guance, the Brazilian team, like super oh, famous, I, brilliant Brazilian team. What color did they run? What colors did he run? Oh, all sorts, man. Uh, the top guy at that time was a, a guy called Bruno. He drove a, an a 86 with an SR in it. Amazing driver. Mm. um, and um oh what's his surname so
0: you, you've Lego. been here long, you've been here you've been here way longer than me man so you know a lot of the old you know a lot of the guys that are probably not even drifting anymore because they have families or they or, or guys got that like have tickets. gone somewhere yeah. else
1: and you know and all that yeah. kind of thing but there's, there's a core like like Yokoi you know I remember like drifting with Yokoi back then and so Yokoi, so Yokoi he was a street guy uh no <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're cool you're yeah, you yeah. uh, Necessi- yeah, yeah. uh... the, the d1 yeah. driver yeah. Um, yeah so everybody okay. was back then you know um, yeah. but i don't want to like say i no, yeah, yeah, might yeah. potentially yeah. get him in trouble yeah. but effectively yeah. like you know guys like that you could you can tell um who's going to be a good driver in seconds you just know right. like that like that guy's, good, that guy's good that guy's good that guy's good that guy's special you know like Right, and there's just a, a, a little extra in what people are doing because there's some amazing drivers like this is the thing that gets me is like however good you think like a D1 driver is or Digo or blah blah blah, blah. Mm. there's some old boy or some, some dude that just rocks up to the track in a car that looks like total ass and, and kills and them. just wrecks them like doesn't yeah doesn't you know beat them a little <laughs> just just destroys those guys you know yeah doesn't because in- it's a different yeah
0: it's a different kind of uh it's a different I it took me uh a while to it's i talked to stewie uh stewie brian about this and we talked because i was i was irritated about um a particular situation i wrecked my uh, kind of I'm going to touch the story one more time I leave out. I wrecked that car that night because actually a day before that I was at MSP. Mm-hmm. There were some Australian cats over here. May or may not watch this or whatever, but they were over here. They were hanging with the judges or whatever, whatever, whatever. It wasn't really the Australian guys. It was more so the other Japanese guys that were getting a fucking nod because they were buddies of the organizer and everything. And this guy completely fucking straightened out and he still got the nod to advance so on. Mm-hmm. I knocked myself out because I did fly flat spun okay, I didn't make it. But then watching it, it's like, even if I didn't do that, man, you're already counted against when you, you, you got judges or buddies with people were competing. And when I seen it, you know, it firsthand, and the Japanese guy, I'm like, this, he's my buddy. He didn't make it through because he came from all you for from Saitama and they gave this other guy the nod. I'm like, dude, this is bullshit. And I, I fucking left. Mm-hmm. I didn't even stay for the ceremony. I just got my car. I didn't say bye to nobody that has left and I was pissed. Yeah. So I, I drove that night out of aggression. So, I was going I was just like I was get. I was fucking driving it great and that's a bad thing to do, man. Tolgate, don't do that, guys. And I I was being extra I was being stupid. And that's why I wrecked my fucking car, man. So
1: But that, it, don't that's, do that. that's where competition drifting and drifting just for drifting, like yeah. they're the different things, man. And you, you can't yeah. let that even competition, when you go to competition, um like you can't go with the mentality of i'm going to the competition to have fun sure it's it's you got you're going there to enjoy it but it's not like oh yeah everyone's gonna love me and they're gonna yeah, let me yeah, win look, because so, i yeah. want to have fun you're going there to like yeah like for want of whatever of our expression you're going there to fuck people up right you're going yeah, there to beat to. them to ruin their weekend yeah. and send them home like there's no uh, everybody gets a chance yeah, yeah. it's it, you know it i always reckon it's to like you know, again, like the Masashi thing, I reckon it to a sword fight, right? And if you go to a sword fight, yeah, a Masashi, like the thing about him, he smelt bad. He looked like shit. He was, you know, he had like dreadlocks hair, because it's mm. like not like cool dreadlocks, like dreadlocks, because he just didn't wash, and he was a big right. stinking ogre of a horrible man, you know. Mm. And he beat people because they went, shit, that guy's scary, you know. Right. And it didn't all of those things, like you could be like clean, sharp, the best like gear, the sharpest sword. None of that shit matters if you don't yeah. follow through with action. You right. know? So and no, and, and one thing about me and was
0: uh, real quick before you go on mm-hmm. is he, he had a mentality too where he would he would he would win before I read I read some of the stuff I like did some audio books. He would kinda win before he even showed up because guys would think about him so much. Yeah. He would show up late, he would fuck around, he would do things that you don't normally do. And that... Uh, when I, I read his book a little bit talked to some guys and actually I did my best when I just didn't give a fuck Yeah. when I just yeah, didn't yeah. care about who was there I, what uh, your name uh, my is fir- who's watching yeah, my first pro ev- yeah. yeah. my first pro event was uh, by King. Well, I was king uh, king of uh, Asia mm-hmm. fucking Naki's over there and I never I never had a conversation with uh, Nakamura uh, but he's over there Daigo's over there in his big ass fucking double decker tire changer everything all in one unit mm. then you got shinji's over there you got robbie's there but he's not driving all these different dudes man like the who's who but the guys who don't want to deal with uh, suchia you know all that drama Mm. (laughs) and um so i'm there and then i dude i go from you know i placed top 16 in my first pro event i didn't get a single point in d1 divisionals nothing zero points Mm. and i go from there to like you know pro license and it, it was just like you know it showed me that because I I just did I was I was there like I, I built the car in three weeks. I didn't drive in two years, and I went from not driving in two years to a poor event and testing the car out at a fucking event. You don't do that, guys. You don't rock up to an event, never drove it. But you and went just, with was like, no
1: expectation.
0: Yeah, I just went there like yeah. cool. We I'm, yeah. I'm gonna fucking do it, and I did my best, yeah. man. And that from there showed me dude, just to you know have your mental game, competitive spirit, but don't be thinking about it because you're just gonna fuck up, man.
1: Well, that's, the, you know, like the most successful people I know in battles are almost slightly ignorant of the situation. Is <laughs> that, you know, because they, they, yeah, they don't I, care about all your bullshit and your drama and your hype. Like, right. they just, they're there to fulfill a purpose. Right. And like, even even this conversation now, like, I'm cautious with what i say because no. at some point like i know if if one of my competitors because i'm going to go competing again and i know if one right, of my right. competitors watches this i want them to have an impression of me you know mm. like i want them to think oh shit that guy's thinking about this or thinking in a way that i'm not and that way is yeah i'm not there to be your friend i don't care if you like right. me i'm here to mm. destroy you you know, I'm right. not here to beat you or just like, oh, you know, I'm gonna win this little battle and it's gonna be like, like I want to destroy you. I want your yeah. wheels to fold in, I want you to cry, <laughs> and I want you to run home to mummy. Like that's yeah. But that's we can be friends after I've destroyed you, that's fine, I'll give you a cuddle. Yeah. And you <laughs> but yeah. before then that, that mentality is separate. But then if we're running like for fun, you know, mm-hmm. for the for the lover drifting, then it's an entirely different mentality. And it's a group mentality. I, I really love driving with other people. I, and right. you know, like, you know, like the last time I was out. My buddy like crashed into my rear wheel, and it's like, but you know, and it's like all funny and stuff. Like it's, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. cool, he hit me. That means we're close, right? Right. So like, hopefully, it'll hit me the next time. Like, you know, it it just like the mentality shifts, and I think having that um, ability to shift the mentality is helpful not only in drifting, but in life. And I think that those lessons you learn from drifting apply to normal life as well.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. And in, in a group thing uh, is definitely a big... It's one of the things I kind of suffer from not having... One thing a lot of guys out there who are watching watching uh, my channel, they know about it, you, maybe yourself and other your viewers won't, um, is I spent three years in Iraq. So my thing is um, I was in combat. I've, I've nearly almost killed people. I've assisted kill. I've, I've I got assist, assisted kills and, uh, I, you know, people, the, uh, people staying on war and all that stuff. I did it because I wanted drift to buy drift parts. That's why I did everything I did. Mm. Uh, so that's why I joined the military to get cars and it worked out better because I got here to Japan and do all that stuff. So I'm not, you know, uh, I didn't kill any babies and stuff like that or whatever. Doesn't matter if I did, but whatever. The war stuff, I don't want to touch on too much. But anyway, my thing is kind of staying away from people. Uh, I run my shop alone. This whole thing—my audio, my video, everything you see—is me. It's so no—I don't have a team, and it's—it's it's good to be self-sufficient. But at the same time, I don't have—I don't have a group of people to drive with, which sucks, man. Like when I go to the track, it's just me, and then you got all these other guys in their groups, and they'll—they'll—they'll they'll, they'll invite me in, and that's cool. But it's—it's it's nice to have a group of guys when you're doing something like this which becomes clicker. if you go to Mazi or Mobara circuit it's a bunch of little cults and groups and you can't really just jump in there unless you're
1: invited I think that's a byproduct of your I don't think it's necessarily a byproduct of your mentality cuz we all mm. like you know everybody needs their own space that's normal right. everybody like wants to hang out with people and have friends that's also normal you know like there's right. got to be that balance there but I think if you look at the teams um uh, generally in japan they, a lot of them revolve around shops so right. um you know like there'll be a group of guys at a circuit and you know they're all from the same team but actually what it means is they all go to the same shop so yeah. like mind control for example you know because i i know mind control quite well they all go to yukoi shop you know mm. and there's a big thing in japan as well is you, you know the business loan scheme yeah yeah so where like yeah. you get a business loan it's a so like for anyone who doesn't know really, it's you can get a business loan. So what happens um, is it's like you get a team of drifters and they go, right, we're going to open a shop. We want to have cool cars. So one okay. of those guys will get a loan from the government, which is like, I don't know, it used to be like a yeah. hundred grand or something. It was a lot of money. Very, very easy to do. Yeah. yeah. So you go and get a massive stack of money. <laughs> you go and open a shop and then you go, oh, sorry, I, I messed the business up. We're going to close, but you've already got all yeah. the cool cars and everything. And then the next yep. guy will then open another shop when you've got the cool cars, and then you'll run that. And then if you need more money, then you that guy closes and you're the next guy. So you end up with a group yeah. of people that all as a as a unit work together to do that. So they're like naturally yeah. fixed together, you know? And Japanese yeah. people tend to stay in groups for a long time, yeah. Yeah, because like, they just that's just the way it is, you know, because it takes a long time to to know somebody in Japan, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to get. I want to get. Speaking of that, I want to get
0: Shane uh, Bingham on, man, and talk to him because uh, I know he. I know he hangs around uh, Naoki a lot. Yeah. And he, I don't. I, I. know. You know. I don't know what the. they I know he runs this deal with the the export and the parts and everything. Stacked. We kinda do yeah. The same thing. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit ago when his customer bought one of my cars, but didn't pay for it. And we, we we settled that. So Shane is a good guy, yeah. and he he uh, helped me out with that. But the um, the biggest thing, like you know, obviously, man, I know you've been on there a lot. Uh, one of the things that you're, you're one of the guys have been in the game a lot. Just kind of a little bit shift from what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But my shop, the name of my shop, you see it in the background, is Panku style. So I asked Luke Huxman, I asked Alexi Smith, I asked all these other guys, Dino, all the dudes, all the guys mm-hmm. that know, like all the guys. And when I started my shop, man, I was like, hey, man, is there anybody in Japan, anybody in Japan that has anything resembling close to pink style, Panku style? Yeah. And they said, no, man, everything is good. As you, at that time, you know Team Burst was around, and, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's what, uh, my team. So Team Burst was around. Whatever happened, Team Burst uh, disbanded, or Naoki left, or whatever happened. Yeah. yeah um, and then shortly after that, you know it was N Style, and then he started. Then I start seeing Pink Style, and I was like, you know, whatever, cool that's the group name. And then people started saying that I took Pinkstyle Style from him, and I'm like, dude, no, that actually, wouldn't happen. Uh,
1: I'll clarify this right away. Yeah, N- please, please, do, please. N Style is Nauki's Shop. Mm-hmm and pink style is uh mickey mm. so pink style is mickey's thing so it's like okay. you know like now, now if you're mickey you're obviously like you know peas right
0: so um
1: yeah so you you haven't trod on those toes and like yeah yeah you know like that's quite I, I, recent I, 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 Pink yeah. style is a recent right. thing
0: <laughs> and i knew but the thing is because like you said man you you've said in when we first started out notoriety man like i'm I, I know a lot of people, a lot of people know me, but then there's, on, a le- on that level where you say, ah, yeah, well, it's just, he's just fucking better. Naoki is a more internationally known drifter than me, hands down. It's, he's just, he's the, he'll get invited to any drift event, he'll show up, he'll have a car there. I can probably do that, but it'll be easier for him to do it because he, he's, uh, Daigo Saito and Naoki, that, those guys are just already, they're like the Hulk the household names mm. uh when it comes to drifting in Japan. And then I know James Dean. I know like the Shanahan's. I know all, I mean, the, the, I know yeah, all those that's guys. Too, yeah.
1: Dwayne McKeever. Yeah. He's
0: a beast. Yeah. All, all those, all those guys are, I study. One thing I do is I, I'm in Japan, but I do look at the American scene. I look at the Europe scene. I look Australia scene. So it's like, some people seem to they get in one area and they get fixated and everything. But the the whole group thing and all that stuff broke down with any, all, all I was kind of getting to my stuff was, and I'm glad you clarified that because a lot of people thought I was copying them. And then I'm like, I didn't explain myself because I'm like, dude, if you really want to find out. But it, Drift it, it,
1: doesn't, it doesn't matter, man. You, it doesn't you matter. get yeah. lost in details yeah. that like,
0: yeah.
1: you know, there's probably before you, there was probably something right. else called pink style. And there's probably yeah. something else yeah. called yellow style or orange style. It doesn't yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like pink style is your thing. What? And like, yeah. even if, even if I made a thing called Pinker Star, that thing that's there, that's yours, that's still yours, right. you know? So like, yeah. don't, don't worry about the details. Like somebody's yeah, always going to, yeah. yeah, plagiarism yeah. I is, just got my, is out yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. So I got the business and that's, I'm a creator. So that I really took that serious because I have the, my logo is registered trademark. My name yeah. is registered trademark. My business is registered. And also what the thing that kind of let me uh, feel okay about it was um uh, when I got first published in Dirty 10, if Dirty 10, Knew that I, they would never publish me. No, they would never put me no, in a magazine. No. They would have said, "Nah, we're not gonna do it." The fact that they put me in there and Naki was like three pages away from me, selling some selling his knuckles. They they would have said, "No, you gotta yeah. fix your name." Or and he was like, "Well, I was like, what's well, Ramanji. They was like, well, "What's the U for?" It sounds like hentai. I'm like, I just wanted to put. I didn't want to say pink style, and I'm glad <laughs> I didn't fucking do that. Sounds
1: like hentai. So,
0: yeah, so I was like yeah. pink pink was like you know Ramanji for pink
1: yeah 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 yeah. or yeah and, and, well, Romanchi like for anyone who doesn't know is westernized japanese yeah. so it's like yeah. you know like pink is english pinku is japanese like it's as simple as right. that like yeah. <laughs> that's all it is yeah.
0: and i was like i don't want to say pink And I do. i'm so fucking glad i didn't say pink style that would have really fucked shit and uh you know it, this would have been bad but all, all in all i'm glad you clarified that for the guys and i want to talk yeah. to shane and this you know if there's, I don't know their feelings, because like you said, Naoki is in this fucking zone doing what he's doing, and I like that he does that because he doesn't he doesn't strike me as a person that gives a fuck about what Daigo's doing, what this guy's no, doing, what Gucci's doing. Yeah.
1: Naoki, is, yeah, Naoki is one direction. His direction is win. Right. If you ask him what right. he thinks about something, if it's not win, he doesn't care, and that's why yeah. he's so good, because like, you can't yeah. distract him. Like right. even if you try and distract him with something, he's just like nah, yeah, whatever. He won't even he yeah. won't even hear the words out of your face. He does not care. He's like yeah. that focused. But I will say this. Yeah. Shane, um Shane has done more for drifting than people would ever realize. Yes, I know. Um, I know. And the amount of stuff he's done for me on a personal level, like you know, like I, I remember um I mentioned that, like, uh, someone sent me a picture of, like, an old Drift Tengoku magazine, and Mm. it had my picture in it, you know, which, like, for for me, like, it's pretty rare to get a Drift Tengoku. (laughs) And it had my picture in it. Shane, like, he, he, what was he getting me at the time? I think he was getting me a clutch or something. Like, but he was getting me some parts. And he went out of his way, another guy that was working with, him, Rob, um, they went out of their way, and, and, and they got this magazine for me, didn't tell me, and put it in. So I opened this package up and he sent me this thing like, dude, like who does that? You know,
0: Yeah, yeah who does yeah, that? Who yeah, goes? Because
1: yeah. you can back <laughs> to the story time, can't you? You know, right, and he's right, gone right, out of yeah. his way to do that and get it for me and send it to the other side of the world. Like that's how that guy thinks. Like he's, yeah. he's on a completely different level of, of, uh, of thought. And like, he cares so much about like the mission that I'm on is to mm-hmm. bring back that, um, that love for the Japanese detail in drifting, right? For that different right. type of driving, and like, you know, different. Like, I'm I'm trying to have as much influence as I can on that because that's important to me because that's the bit that, of drifting that got me real excited. And like, there's so many, there's so many reasons as to why drifting separated and did different things. I'm I'm making an entire YouTube channel about it, right? And it's yeah. not saying it's good or bad, or blah blah blah. It's just like an observation. But for me, like, that that detail in the driving and that extra, like, the, the you know, like, the Sanpatsu timing and things like that, that mm-hmm. detail and that energy and that explosive, like, vicious nature of it is, like, lost in the West, I think. Right. You know? Uh, Western drivers are still amazing, but that extra, like, that explosive, like, craziness is lost. And right. Shane's mission Not- and mine mission, in that sense, are the same. Where, like, all mm-hmm. of the stuff I'm doing Man, I've have, I have conversations for hours with Shane to make sure that what I'm saying is correct and accurate and current and we discuss it and what's the best way to put it in English terms. Like Shane works his ass off not just to earn money for himself but for drifting ar- mm-hmm. around the entire world. Like the influence he has for someone so humble is is crazy. So I, I wanted right. to put that out there. because. No, he that's
0: he, what you all of that what you mentioned about Shane is getting spot on. Every time I talk to Shane, has been like nothing but positive, mm-hmm. and he's like, um, he he like you mentioned, you brought up uh Robbie, in your in your in your video, hundred oh, yeah. percent right. Robbie is one of those dudes who's been in the scene for a long time. He's done a lot. He's he's connected a lot of dots. Yeah, he. I mean, yeah. he, the whole if it wasn't for Robbie, Real the whole Daigo thing in yeah. FD wouldn't it wouldn't it would not have happened. Mm. As smoothly as it happened. Maybe, you know, he would have friended somebody else, but Robbie being bilingual, bridging that gap, and then like kind of like, dude, I I sat back. I'm like, dude, like, how is it how's it for Robbie, man, to kind of kind of always be like, seems like almost in the shadows of Daigo when they go out to the America and everything is just like, oh, that's Daigo, but there's Robbie too. But Robbie's been around for a long time, man, and people don't know and understand what he's done. Robbie's personally. Three, two or three times, like helped me pay my rent, man, by buying parts for me, big, big item parts and everything. No easy transaction. Yeah, I'll take it. No claims. No whatever. Send me yeah. the money, and I pay. Get, yeah. I get to pay for my shop rent. He's he's one of those guys in his industry that doesn't get a lot. Of, doesn't get the respect deserved. Like you, just like you mentioned, man, that was a hundred percent spot on.
1: Well, that that's also why I started documenting like the drift history, and mm-hmm. it really it sucks that I can only do so much and go so far into it because
0: right because you lose people there's
1: just so much like there's just so many people that are involved but like i definitely want to make a point of making sure that guys who really are like you know on the underbelly in the in the dirt you know like really like working at the the real base level of drifting to make it what it is get the credit Mm -hmm. that they actually deserve like it's really easy to revere people who are on top or world champions right. or who are very successful financially, but the people who like g- graft, you know, and really put the, the hours and the, you know, the guys with skin knuckles and everything they they right. make it like without those guys, like none of this happens. You don't get, yeah. you don't get to be Frederick Asbo. You don't get to be James Dean. You don't get to be right. Saito Daigo or Kawabata or, you know, they can't exist right. without those guys. And, and Robbie, like, yeah. man, I, I, I think Robbie is a much better driver than he's really yeah, been able to exactly. show and I think it's because yeah. like to some degree like you know when you're taking sponsorship and you're making compromises so that you can you know work with people and be in the car and you know right, your sponsor this, this wants you to run these up, yeah. you know run this part oh well I supplied you this this thing so or I've got a deal with that company so you have to run this and then you're compromised, you know, like what you're doing isn't like exactly what you need to be doing. Right. Uh, I think it can hold you back. And I think Robbie's been a victim of that in some sense because he's, he's a very good driver. Yeah. And he's a very, he's a very humble guy (laughs) he doesn't stick his neck out. He doesn't say, Hey, like I'm taking this, like, you know, but it's, uh, is it back to that? Like, you know, um, musashi thing or is it or is it just that like he just works on a different vibe like you can't you can't decide that everyone's gonna work the same way as you do you know right
0: this is is that 100 like you said man it's like I, we we've uh we've most of the time we have conversations it's just like when we start to buy if i buy something from him or he buys something from me then we talk a little bit but the thing about him man it's like as as well known as he is he's been around everything dude i could message robbie right now and like he'll message me back within 15 minutes yeah and, and talking to him like i'm a very fucking busy person i value my time um again i i could be up in the shop you know 15 18 hours a day and that's every day and that's for the last four years mm-hmm. since i started the shop but i was like you know if a dude like robbie who's all over fly, flying on pains every weekend and he still has time to get back. I can get back to motherfuckers. I just yeah. separate Facebook and business because you have to have a divide between mm-hmm. personal and, and things like that. So if it's business, I don't even respond anymore. I just they know email me. But if it's a personal, you just hit me up to say how I'm doing. I'll message you back, mm-hmm. man, because. uh, And I, I said this on my last podcast, if a guy like that can be normal. A dude wins a local pro-am event, and he's just a fucking rock star. And I hate that, man. I hate that mentality. I know you know all about it. And and uh, the biggest thing um, that I, I didn't read your comments on the video about the technique because I know there's a bunch of shit talking there probably. There are a lot of new guys. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the drift bobble one because they a lot of them know shit, nothing about it. Mm. And they just get these LS cars and shit and go out there and fuck the car up, and they disappear. And they don't have the basics, man. And like, I, I learned how to, I started drifting in America in 2004. Mm. I didn't learn how to drift into 2008 when I got to Japan. So all those years before that, I was just being a fuckboy, doing J-turns, <laughs> yeah. doing donuts. And then when I got here, I realized I, I had the basics, but I didn't, I learned how to e break. I learned how to do this. I learned all those techniques you mentioned. I didn't know I was learning that back then. Mm. So now I do it, but I don't, I, I honestly didn't know that shit. I don't, I didn't know the words. So I'm like, that's what it means when I load up and then I spring out and you yeah. launch yourself out there into the corner. It's like uh I'm doing it so I'm pretty much Japanese style-wise. Uh, yeah, but that's yeah. well,
1: technique-wise. Like style yeah, te- style thing,
0: but it's style, it's um, also technique-wise, yeah.
1: So, uh, if you're learning in that environment, you're just you're repeating what you see. So right. because people drive that way, you just repeat that. So it's the same with the right. Western world It's because people see that that you know our, our local style of driving—that's how style, <laughs> uh, lo, the local sort of techniques. <laughs> that's how they drive because they're just, you know, they're just imitating what they see, which is a normal—it's right. a normal way to learn. But then to learn mm. more than that, like, you know, like, I, I thought I could drift until I um, went to Japan, and it was like, right. oh. So- Oh, I see. Yeah. I've got no idea Which what I'm levels. doing. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. When when you go to the track, man. I I I, I uh the first I, my local track is moderately fast, I guess third gear. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I got to uh I went to my Manami course the first time, and I stood there at the gate under the B side sign. I was like, dude, it's a different fucking level, man. <laughs> it's a di- it's a different it's a, it, it like the 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 speed and a. The impact, the engine, the sounds, everything, man. It's like, I'm good at drifting, but I know if I got one of these cars, I wouldn't be able to make that cleanly on the first run. I'd take about 10 chances and probably wreck the fucking car. And it's just something you got to build up to. Manami is honestly, uh, I'm very confident in myself and my skills. Everybody knows me. I'm a very confident, cocky guy. But that track scares the fuck out of me, man. Because I mean, it's like, I've seen good drivers fuck up in Clark. go. I've seen good drivers go into the fucking
1: wall. And I'm like, dude, he's good. He's really, really good, yeah. and he wrecked. Oh, yeah. But what I will say is this. So when I when I first went, like, living in Japan and first went out yeah. to the docks, I think within the first couple of weeks, you know, where I was, like, kind of driving or whatever, and um, yeah. mind control came out. And one of mm-hmm. the mind control drivers, you can probably guess which, I'm not going to name him, yeah. but I literally watched him come in in the top of fourth gear, right, flick against uh, a barrier this way. He skimmed his bumper on the barrier. And then before, like, he came across uh, across the road. So you flick in, you come to the next curb. And I watched him, and I have never seen anyone do this in my life, and I still have no idea how he did it. Um, He literally sparked his front wheel on the curb and then changed direction and hit his rear bumper on the curb. No, shit. Like, (laughs) <laughs> like w- what <laughs> what the fuck you know like like yeah. and that was that was 10 years ago so if like p- the level people think they're at or the level people like like competition driving and circuit driving is did you, did you, did you this
0: just just you know it's like you need. Right, so that, that's your video man you gotta do a video on it man you gotta it's so it's like man your fucking channel it's like it's such a simple idea but then it's like dude that fucking works and it just like it, it's it makes me happy dude because number one i got i got more content than watching my garage and that 20 minutes like it, it was so much fucking information in that video of the history but it was only you know, what 24 25 minutes mm. and it, it, but it, it was it was it, it that video i think it's going to blow up even further because it'll be, it'll be a link that guys can just send to people like, hey, man, you want to get caught up? And it'll get you caught up to present day. So yeah. it was an awesome video. Your channel, man, is so good because um, we're talking and it's just like, you could do this, you could do that. and It's like overload. Like, you could talk about this <laughs> and the thing about it, you got skin in the game and it'll be, it's, it's different if a dude that's only been in the game five years and been in a Japan a year makes a channel like yours, it's not going to do well because they're like, well, what are you basing this off of? Like, you fucking... Drift so much that your fucking, your, your fucking pecs and shit were like, you know, your arms and muscles were, that's <laughs> a different up, level, yeah. man. That's a different level. And like when you drift so much that your, your fucking leg hurts from bracing yourself against the door, you know, that that's like, I know you had that too. You don't have a seatbelt. You're like holding yourself between a, you're holding yourself in a seat yeah. with your legs. Yeah, yeah, So you got, you got cuts and scrapes and bruises and, and stuff like that. And, you know, your, your arm hurts from e-braking and it's all types of different shit, man. Yeah. It's, that's the one I get at the yeah. minute
1: because like,
0: you know, <laughs> like the, the whole
1: handbrake thing. Yeah. 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 But Hachiroku, I, Hachiroku. I think it's, yeah, yeah. I don't want to approach people from like way on high. Like, oh, I've been drifting mm-hmm. so long and you're all beneath me. Yeah. yeah like yeah, that's... Yeah. That sucks, man. Like I, I want to... I just want to tell people about the thing that I love and that's given me a life. Like, Mm. you know, I've got a whole life, like and a lifetime of memories and, you know, all all these things from this stupid, (laughs) dumb, asinine waste of time shit that we do. Right. And I just love it. And I want other people, you know, the amount of people over the years that have messaged me and gone, Oh my God, man, you've changed my life. And it's like, did I change a life or did I just open the door and say, Hey, look what's outside, you know, it's like presenting people with the opportunity. So if I present people with the opportunity to see drifting in a different way or in a different light or that they can learn something more or just expand upon what they already know, like that's, that's everything. Like that's all I want to do is just kind of go, Hey, like life is over too quickly yeah, you know, look at this right. now. Look, we're all stuck indoors. Like I'm curfewed Fucking in my climb, house. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it sucks balls. And look how quick, all of the amazing things that you can do can be taken away.
0: Yeah, instantly. Like the whole D one, like D one FD gone. And it only only upside I see because I I was going to go to events is like, um. It's the human nature thing. After you get something taken away, you wanna you wanna. So now you see everybody wants to go outside and like before these same people. We'll fucking get off of work, go home, watch Netflix, jerk off, and go to sleep. Yeah, And that whatever order you want to do it in. But the uh, and now that's all the, you can do. Yeah, yeah, man. So my for me, dude, it hasn't. Um, my life hasn't stopped. Like I've got customers reserved. I run my own shop, so I am my own business. Uh, so honestly, nothing stopped for me other than like you know parts delays and. And I have to put out messages and things like that. Yeah.
1: Um, Meeting customers but, outside and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the what I can foresee, man, do this. I'm I'm getting a couple cars ready because I I was gonna make my return this year for pro stuff, but uh, I'm like, ah, whatever, screw that. Uh, it's not financially sound to do that right now. <laughs> uh, so I'm just getting the, together some some play cars, man, because I know when that when the fucking gates open, it's gonna be events fucking on top of events on top of events. Like crazy mm. for that first two months, and then it'll go back down to normal. And like you know, it, it, I'm I'm looking forward to it. But right now, um, you know, all you can do now is get your cars ready and 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 be ready to go when in time. I, I ready. think
1: it's an opportunity to <laughs> go back and enjoy the simplest part of what drifting is, which is. Working like, you know, I know for you, you've got your shop and I've got like, you know, a garage mm. and I can work on my car and like, but actually the simplest part of it is, is like, you know, I, I used to work on my car on like a gravel driveway, yeah, like yeah, uh, my yeah, jacket yeah, sink yeah. and I would get planks of wood, <laughs> yep. so it'd be raining and just, I just wanted yep. it, man. I was hungry and like, mm. it's so easy as things get simpler to do, it's so easy for, to forget that like everything you have is a luxury so like right. one of one of my hobbies is is to go fishing right and i go yeah, fishing and i'm great. one of those guys that like camps out and like you know i, I, I sleep in my little uh, it's called a bivvy you know like a little tent thing and i camp out yeah. and I, I go for like i'm more than happy to go for like a week two weeks i mean I, mm-hmm. uh, at one point i did a big stint where i was pretty much um like i was as like trying to raise some money for charity so i was like fishing a shitload and it was um you know like five days a week kind of thing i was out fishing when it was like minus um like i think it got down to minus 12 10 or 12 or something and i was still outside sleeping outside doing that and Mm -hmm. you know like i love that because like having that hardship to go through Like when you go, when you, like it's fun, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm in a fun position. It's not like being in Iraq or, or, you know, like the situation you've been in where you cannot escape that situation. But for me, at least it's a sample of like, okay, well, there's no hot running water. There's no toilet. You know, there's, there's all of these things that like you go home and you're like, oh man, I can, I can oh, turn yeah, a tap yeah, and yeah. I can get under, and the, the water's hot. And I got like yeah. soap and it smells nice. And just, you know, like <laughs> all of these things that you, you take for granted. Yeah, And like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I've had it in such a, um, a gentle environment compared comparatively speaking to what, you know, the way you've mm. had to, um, have that experience, right. you know? but like, t- I think it's so easy to just lose sight of like, just how cool that like that that hot water tap is yeah no dude it is definitely
0: that that's a real boiling water
1: with a switch like
0: yeah that that's real man because you you uh that's my mentality and that's why a lot of the young guys that come here i'm only i'm 37 uh 37 years old and it it feels like when i talk to a guy that's 20 22 to 26 year olds like i'm talking to a whole two different generations when they're actually not they're not that far from my age but it's just the mentality the way they've been raised. Um, everything that's simple shit is like world ending to these guys. And I'm like, dude, okay, you don't you don't want to fix your car because your alternators blew out, sell it to me. So I got a lot full of cars that dudes sold for dumb shit like the bearing went out, this yeah. went out. I'm like, alright, dude, I'll give you $300. You bring yeah. me the car, whatever you want off of it, engine, I'll take that off. So I got shell, I got a bunch of reserves yeah. that are ready to go as soon as I crashed all the ones that are active and then I'll reshell and do all that stuff and uh it's it's i so i i i prey on weak people it's in the, <laughs> in the respects to like quitting in cars because i'm yeah. like dude you're gonna quit over a blown head gasket okay give me the engine i'll chuck the sr20 throw rb in it or whatever yeah, yeah and uh so the this being able to push a little bit more harder is what separates people in life and it's like it's not that hard to stand out when you quit easy it's just like mm-hmm. dude you're just giving up man
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily. You're praying on, say, you're praying on weight. Yeah, I didn't want to say people. it like that. That's, but, did, yeah, that. That does sound really bad. That's a Somebody's gonna take to say. that out. Yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> so <somebody> you gonna? <laughs> I, I I think, I think everyone has to go through a journey. Like I didn't suddenly arrive at these conclusions at the age of yeah, fifteen. You know, like yeah. I had to go through a journey, and like you know, like I, I'm somebody who struggled for years with like low self-esteem. Like you know, and uh, you know, like I, my uh, parents. I would never know that. Man. And, yeah. But you know, yeah. like a lot of the time people like that, like me, you know, you become extroverted because you're introverted, you right. know? Right, right. Um, and you know, like my, my, you know, I had a, a difficult childhood with my dad and I felt abandoned and all these things that like, you know, like now I realize that actually just saying that shit out loud is far more helpful. And just acknowledging mm. that like it's, all of these things that happen to you in life, you always like end up in this place where you think, ah, oh, life has fucked me. Like I can't, I can't say these things because people think this about me. Like people's opinions do not matter. Like what yeah. someone thinks of you is that's it. It's a, what they think of you. And you're always going to have someone that just hates you because you, can't, you exist. You can't, you can't, help, it. You you can't exist. help it. Just because you exist. Yeah. It's stupid. So right. like, I, I don't think you're preying on people. I think you're just, that's one person is in another part of their journey and you're right. in this part of your journey where you're capable right. of dealing with those situations and capable of dealing with those problems but pulling an engine out is a real easy thing when you have an engine hoist when you have an engine crane right. <laughs> if you don't have that if you don't have that basic yeah. requirement for doing it or like four right. buddies and big bits of wood and, and ropes
0: yeah, yeah you know yeah. like if yeah. you don't
1: have facility it's the most difficult thing in the world so it's-
0: yeah. or like, yeah, or, or just like the, 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 that, what you said right there. Also, um, one of the, the, Uh, Requirements of running a shop is being able to like everything. You can have the best plan and the best this, best that. Not do that in my shop, but there's times when shit goes wrong, and I I fix the situation within five minutes. Like all right, what I don't have a tap right now, but you know I don't have the tap that size, but I got a bolt. I can make my own tap and shop. Exactly. There's stuff that people will be like, oh, I'm fucked, man. I can't order from Amazon. You know, I can't do this. I'm like, dude. You can make it. Go to YouTube. Go online. You got some old school guy yeah. who'll show you some backyard yeah. tricks. And I made shit happen yeah. back in the day. I don't do it now. I got tools, but um, you know, for the, the engine hoist thing, I remember one time I didn't have one, and I um, the car was fucked, so I dropped it. All, I just unbolted out the bottom. I fucking let it out, and then I cut the uh, I just cut the whole fucking core and pushed the fucking car backwards, and that was my engine that was out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I didn't have nobody to pick it up, and it was fully loaded, and uh, and it, they most guys wouldn't think like. Oh, I'm, I'm, tra- I'm scrapping a car. I'll just cut the fucking... Cut a hole in the front. Yeah, you know, but that, that's, that's
1: the military yeah. in you as well.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get <you're>, the job <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, because we, we don't we don't have fucking time to uh, think about this when we're broken down in the middle and you got snipers looking at you. You know they're out there and who they're going to kill. and Yeah. Yeah, a lot of crazy situations, man. And speaking on that, man, the stories you're going to share on that channel... It's it's a lot of stuff, man, that people will never know because some stuff shouldn't be shared or is sensitive or it's just like you. it seems normal to you that you you <laughs> probably like towed like four cars flat towed it. you broke down. And like all the little stories, if you had a camera, it would be like a million views. And it's like everybody done it, man, like stupid shit. Or you spend two days doing a task that didn't really result in anything. And mm. it's like still in the name of drifting yeah and i know you've been there before and, and done all that stuff man
1: but that that all that kind of thing like um i don't know man like some stuff it's not that like things are secret it's just that
0: it's not it doesn't
1: seem it's not always it's normal to nah, some things are like just not worth talking about like yeah, it, you know, that's, like, true. that's true. You know, the drama with um, Suchia over the years, you know, yeah, like a yeah. lot of stuff's happened. And you know about it. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, I know all of that stuff. Like, I yeah. probably know more than <laughs> I have any business knowing at all. But, yeah. um, like, for, for all of that, like, he did uh, so much for drifting. Yeah. And what do you remember? That there was some drama at some stage or that somebody had a difficult time or that, like, you know, or do you remember that, like, hey that guy did a lot of good things that guy like moved drifting from like the mountains to the circuits and made it a competition that went around the the fucking world you know and i i I swear intentionally because that is no mean feat like taking drifting from where he took it you know like to irwindale with ten thousand people on the other side of the world watching it is crazy that's bonkers taking it to uh silverstone the home of f1 the the spiritual home of motorsport like that's that's ridiculous so i think um there's no point dwelling on mistakes because like i think people love to point out mistakes oh you did this thing wrong you did that thing wrong hey fuck that up like yeah like, like it's oh i'm sorry Have you never done anything wrong in your life you know we did you never poop your pants as a child like (laughs) like we all make mistakes and i think the sooner you just get over like the fact that you can make mistakes in every aspect of your life you know uh, and just kind of go hey you know i'm human like that happens like i'm just the same Mm -hmm. as everyone else trying to like bumble my way through life like once you get over that like it's so much more helpful so this ended up not being about drifting and about like no no How that's <laughs>
0: just that's per, that, that's perfectly fine man because like i know you're bigger than drifting i'm bigger than drifting man It's just part of our life that we share but that's the the one thing about my one thing about my channel is i don't i didn't call it Pinku style drift i i just call it podcast because I, I got music guys martial arts like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm involved in a few different things but uh, what you said man is key there and one of the things why you why you were t- saying that man i analyze everything people were saying is it took me man uh a mental thing for me was just like when you look at those videos about the solar system and you see, like, when they break down, like, this is the size of the Earth. This is the size. Then you like, dude, all this shit you're thinking, dude, this is nothing, dude. When you really think about it on paper, is like the time that we here on Earth. If you live to be a hundred years old, it still is not. It's It's, just, a, it's not. It's a Yeah. Yeah. Is that's all it is. Yeah. And I. That's one thing that helped me. Um, not focus on shit people say because I know the fuck I'm doing, man. I know what I've done. I know what I have built over the years. I know my reputation. I know what I put out every day when I look in the mirror. I know how I deal with my customers. Mm -hmm. I know I didn't fuck anybody ever. Mm -hmm. And And I've sold a lot of parts and I've never screwed anybody, man. And when you fuck people over, you know you did it. Even if they don't know it, and nobody catches on. You, you know you fucked that guy over. You sold him a bad my part. My brain just went
1: straight to Scarface, by the way. Scarface and yeah. Wu Tang. I'm straight there. Yeah. I never <laughs> fucked nobody. Like- yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got I got a Wu Tang tattoo on my arm. I covered up, by the way. But the uh, the um yeah man, it's like um the the like you said, man. What people think about you and stuff like that. Of course you want you want to be liked and you want to be respected, but like the Suchia thing, there's guys out there that just don't like him because he got the notoriety and they maybe were racing the same time and he did this and they were thinking about it and he became popular from that, and he makes money off of that. And they just simply hate him because that he's just known and they're not. And people just, if you're, if you're doing what you got to do and you're busy, you generally don't have time to give a fuck about what other people are doing. You respect it, but you don't, Uh, you don't make it a center focus of your day. I'll say
1: this. Um, I've been doing this drift stuff a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if I'd created a YouTube channel and an Instagram yeah, no, and, no a, doubt, and a fan page and all of those things that like I I just didn't give a shit about right. like 10 years ago I would be you, one, You'd be up there. I, you, I'd be you'd one of be the, the biggest names in drifting. Full stop. Yeah. Like I could have been. There. No doubt. Like, no doubt. No doubt. I just didn't give a fuck. Like it just wasn't yeah. on my agenda. I'm not you know for the like some people think uh, like i come from a place of ego all the time you know like oh you say this so you must like have a big head or whatever Mm. no i don't don't care like i just want to enjoy the thing that i love and the thing that i love is such a small community in a small bubble you see my name all the time you know right but like it's it's all inconsequential. You know what I mean? If you're not coming yeah. from a place of like true authenticity and love and value, like an integrity, like honesty, integrity, um, uh, blah, blah, blah. what was the other one? Honesty, integrity, and loyalty. Right. So that's, mm. that's a mantra that my, my mother taught me. And so, um, if you're not coming from a place from that place, right. With what you're doing, then there's just no point in doing it. So now, right you know, look at because I'm acting in that manner. Right? I think it is because I'm acting in that manner. I don't think it's because I'm like in any way special or any, or any other sort of bullshit. But like I've started a YouTube channel. It's It's been crazy popular. Yeah. And it's, Instantly. it's not because I'm really handsome. You know, obviously, right. like, that's a factor. But, <laughs> no, what's, the, what's, the, what's that mic, man? But it's because <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's because, I mean, that helps, yeah. But I think it's because... <laughs> I just love. I love what I'm talking about. I love the yeah. subject matter, and I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to make a vlog that's just like, oh well, today, yeah. you know, I changed. My yeah, yeah, Like yeah, I yeah. want to put something out there that I, that I actually care about. That, like, you know, when I'm on my deathbed, I can be like, Do you know what? I'm I'm proud of the things that I did, and I
0: that's out there. Man. I
1: I did something good, because like anyone watching this needs to remember as well. Excuse me like how long are we going to have petrol engines? How long is the world going to put up with us burning tires? You know, we're not the biggest polluters in the world, but we're one of the easiest to get rid of. You know, yeah. this is all on a time limit. So the more time you spend talking shit and being a dick to people and looking down on them and, you know, watching people driving in formula different, going "No, oh, that guy's a douche. I could do that. You know, like the more yeah. time you waste <laughs> doing that, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the more time in drifting you waste and like i've got yeah like now if you if if somebody talks shit to me like and they're like constantly negative man there's a block button and i use it easy easy no that's like the, the easiest is thing to no. do, man. like that's yeah. it and apply that to your life yeah. and like take this time yeah. now where we're all stuck in doors and like you know like the whole world is is on pause can't do anything take that time to just like reflect on what you actually give a shit about Mm -hmm. and what you don't. And if you don't love drifting, go and do the thing that you love. And if you do love drifting, put the time into it and like fulfill the dreams that you may have because the time will run out i promise you it will much like this it definitely much will, man. like this podcast the time will run out yeah yeah yeah
0: that's actually i look at it, <laughs> yeah i can I'm see like, we're, we're, we're at an hour and 45 minutes and my wife is like bugging me or whatever but it's man we definitely this is definitely not going to be the last one man we'll we'll do it multiple times and and uh i'm just glad to get you on the the one thing is um like you said man it's, everything is, is 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 true i'm a smiling man because what you said your mom taught you is the exact same stuff my mom taught me, man. So it's, 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 it's weird, man. All these fucking people in the world, it's certain things that people say and do, man. You can instantly pick them apart from others that you meet. Like you meet in the military. I loved it, but you meet a lot of fucking shitbags, man. A lot of people who are looking to get over. Military is a very, um, I'm not sure if you're, uh, you're how familiar with the military system, but it doesn't matter if you're in UK, Canada. It's military is a system where you got to outdo your peers to rank up mm. and you got to test. You got to do better. I naturally was better because I had a commanding voice. I knew myself and mm. the, the leaders. They see that. So they want to put they want to appoint the person that's going to fucking help them not get the least amount of ass chewing from their higher ups. So I was that guy. Mm. I led all my deployment stuff. I was a good, you know, when war shit happened i was a reactor not like a person that was scared about you know be getting hit by bombs and shit and getting shot at and all that stuff happened and uh it's just natural to me um so it's it's one of those things man where you can see people you see how they are and that's why i like you man because i just whatever your post man again i never had a this is our first conversation but again it's making me smile because i i kind what i thought is exactly what you are man and that's <laughs> your, your honesty not really giving a fuck about what people think and i'm that friend man where if you're being a fucking dick dude and i hope my friends was, if i'm like being a little bit off and it was hey man calm the fuck down hmm. i think you would be that guy to tell me hey man you were a little bit too hard on that guy or whatever whereas other guys would be like yeah man fuck him yeah you know what i mean i, uh, I think you would be that i'm type not of person, scared to man.
1: open my mouth that's what you thought yeah. but yeah. i would also say that um like, for what you were saying about the military, I would also say that it's yeah. got a lot to do with competence. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, you you advance in life because people think you're competent. People think yep. that you um, are capable of doing what you say you're going to do. So I wouldn't discredit yourself and just say it's because you've, you've got the big voice or you necessarily yeah, get yeah, shit yeah. done. I would boil it down <laughs> to competence. Yeah. You know, like, people look yeah. at you and go, hey, like, if we're under fire. I need somebody that isn't going to wet their pants and uh, yeah. and run away because that's yeah. like, you can't risk that in that type of situation, you know? And um, mm. again, like the point is, is like people need to understand that they can make mistakes and it's not just not giving a fuck. It's right. not giving a fuck about things that are inconsequential. If someone comes to me, like uh, earlier in the podcast, you mentioned like the, the comments and i will either like you know you got like the little like and love thing i hit those on every single comment and reply to anyone who asks a question because it's a valid question if someone comes on there and says hey your beard sucks and uh i think you're an asshole (laughs) yeah i I don't care like go away go tell someone else like you know i've that that's
0: that 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 person like that that's a uh those people like that, man, they got issues. And the thing about the internet, I love it. I'm, I If it wasn't for social media, my business would not be at this point where it is without it. But it gives, like a lot of people say out there, it gives everybody a voice. And everybody, honestly, it sucks to say everybody's voice is not important. But some people just, like, if you're not adding any constructive shit to the conversation... Just making noise is going to be you okay. like, hey, Shut the fuck
1: up. I have a I have a little thing on this, and it's yeah go yeah because <laughs> I used to take a lot of that to heart, and it it, it yeah. occurred to me one day uh, oh, yeah yeah um yeah. that um actually like if people are super negative, it's because mm-hmm. they've come from a system where they're rewarded for being negative, uh, you know. Yeah. So like um if you're re- rewarded for being an asshole, then you're going to continue to be an asshole. Do you see right. what I'm saying? So like I grew up in, right. in uh in Liverpool, like Merseyside area, which is like mm. you know, it's it's a pretty like tough place, yeah. So like right. in Birkenhead, right. actually, which is like like they literally like people who live there call it broken head, because like you know, <laughs> like it, it's yeah. it's you know, it's full of crackheads <laughs> and like just wild people, you know. But there, yeah. you know, if you if you beat the shit out of somebody, then other people go, Oh yeah, man, he's he's tough, he's strong. You know, like right. he's he, and you're you're worth something. You know, if you if you have nothing, right. like if you're, you know, everyone around you is like poor and like you haven't got anything decent, then you'll will, you will do the things that reward you. And if what rewards you is like shit behavior, and uh, right. um, beating people's asses and stealing money and that type of thing, like, then you'll you'll just do that because that's you're a product of your environment and it's not necessarily their fault. So like when someone says a shitty comment on the internet that's all i'm looking at i'm just looking at someone that's just rewarded for negativity and i've been that guy you know i've Mm -hmm. been that guy that like you know not necessarily like living you know in the ghetto shooting people and you know that type of like but i've been the guy that's like where negativity has been so like ingrained into me and that's how you get attention from people because genuinely like what you actually feel is that you're incomplete or inconsequential or something is missing from you where you need to do that some people are just dicks and enjoy it like because they just want to piss people off Yeah. like sometimes i post things knowing that i'm going to annoy people yeah but it's not it's not in a vicious (laughs) way it's just in a like i I annoy people in a way that like i want them to think you know so I, i think there's a difference between those things and like i now I I definitely don't like get as affected by it because it's just like, hey, man, like you've clearly, like, you're dealing with some shit that, like, I'm not. If you Mm -hmm. feel that you need to vent that on me, so hey, you go ahead and vent. It doesn't matter. Like, I'll still wake up in the morning. I'll still be like a stupid looking ginger guy. Like, I I, I, I don't give a (laughs) fuck. Like, I'm just trying to have fun and enjoy my little tiny window of existence. Um, in the miracle of like even existing in the first place. Like the, yeah. the odds are ridiculous. So, you yeah, know,
0: you're like one, one of, one of like
1: what, 10 million or something. I think it's some, whatever. Uh, it's like some, st- the, if the, the, uh, <laughs> the, like the actual odds of even existing in the first place, are just so like minuscule. It's like
0: yeah.
1: 140 trillion to one or something. Like it's completely ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Especially, especially with the, uh you know, with um Those guys giving like the uh, HD porn hub accounts, man. It's just children being wasted all over the fucking world, man. Like, it's just like, it's like with the lockdowns, like, everybody gets HD fucking porn. Like, you don't need fucking HD porn to do your thing, man. But now, having, you can see the fucking pimples and everything now and shit is like crazy, dude. So, don't need HD
1: porn, but it helps. (laughs) It's it's,
0: it's cool. It's cool, man. But yeah, man, you definitely know what the, that's, that's true, man. We'll, we'll kind of wrap up on that, man, because like, we, man, I don't want to, I'll keep talking to you man. We'll definitely uh do this again. Uh we it's so I me mean, because we just kind of got touched on the basics and we talked about drifting the most. So and, and, and think about this podcast man. Um I don't have any structure. Most guys are like, oh, "What are you going to ask?" I'm like, "Do I just we just talk?" So it, this conversation would be like almost the same as if we if we linked up somewhere down south when it started talking and you talk yeah. for somebody like you say you talk to Shane. You guys talk for hours and then like that's a podcast that some people, oh man! It's like, weird. People want. It's weird that guys want to. It's weird that I I did it because I'm like maybe people. I didn't want to scrap my channel because I didn't want to do videos no more. So I didn't. I go to the track now. I don't record. I just go drift. I don't. I don't mount cameras anymore. It's just like, okay, I can drift. Big fucking deal. Yeah. Uh, but the podcast. I find myself watching a lot of podcasts, and it's like people are genuine genuinely interested in like the backstories. And like one guy told me. A customer came here and said, man, your podcast make you seem human because with business, not robotic where I can't move, but I'm very, very strict on my system. And I don't I don't bend because when you start doing it a little bit, then they go back and tell guys, ah, like, oh, you can do this if he does that. Like, nah, dude, you do it my fucking way or you go the fuck away. That's it. You're definitely. Military. Dude, I, I, <laughs> dude. I don't I don't do I, I mean, I, I, I don't when people come to my shop, I, I don't let them get out the car, man, because I'm like. I can't, I'm building an engine right now. I I don't have time to, all my appointments are appointment based. Mm. So you got to hit me up, email me. I'll say come between this time and this time on Wednesday. These are military guys that are in the military that don't, that are getting mad with me because I'm militant. I'm like, dude, you're fucking active military.
1: Yeah. I'm prior
0: military and you don't understand. I feel bad for your supervisors. That's all I got to say. And, uh, you know, this is Competence, straight back
1: there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's all it is, man. I don't get it with the new guys. I don't. I, I. I don't want to say all new guys are bad because when I was young, I felt like I was not as dumb, or dumb acting as a lot of guys. I and I and I. I credit that to being around older guys because I did. Uh, they were like, "Don't do this," and I. I was young and I still did that. And then I learned. He said, "Don't do this." And then I. They were like, "Yeah, dude, don't buy all this NA shit if you're gonna go turbo. You're wasting fucking money. Mm. If you're eventually gonna swap to a SR20RB, don't buy all this." headers and shit for a ka when you're going to take it out anyway so you know it is what it is man but hey man any other things any other uh ideas or t- or things you want to put out there before we end this up wrap this up man
1: uh i guess when everyone goes back driving just stop blaming your car for your bad driving <laughs> and just oh, drive like drive the car that you have Dude. as hard as you can um
0: and keep That's it simple you thing. don't need
1: wise fab you don't need like you know, $10,000 shocks and ECUs. You just need like Fuck decent seat. geometry, a decent bucket seat, a, a, a proper differential, a welded one if you can't afford a proper one and mm. just go and drive and learn the techniques and work out what cars do like stop, stop worrying about like what other people think of you while you're learning like and don't god damn if you're actually any good don't shame people for learning because that really pisses me off at the moment oh uh, yeah
0: like the get you talk like gatekeepers
1: man where they like i'm good and i'm cool and nobody else can
0: come you're not like, cool dude, you're, you're an asshole once, <laughs> like stop it you were once you were once a fucking beginner too and everybody laughed at you and yeah, everything right. and then you became you know good enough to link a track and yeah, yeah again that, that's like you said man I, it, easy to start again but the rock star mentality i hate man and, and again that's why i again outside of your 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 uh your your I guess your character mm-hmm. the biggest thing is like you could be that guy man you've been again your names around there. you could be like yeah I'm this guy and I'm that guy blah 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 but you don't you choose not to do that and some people again like I said they go it's easy for them to win one event hit blows up and then they they all of a sudden now you can't talk to them you gotta you gotta have a reservation to talk to them and shit like that and they're not in the fucking all business right. and it's like there's so many guys out there they're that that are red fucking dudes like I don't know James Dean um, humble humble never, guy yeah I, I, and that's just what I gather from the interviews I watch. I'm like, dude, it seems like a dude that he walked in here now we could just talk, and, and it, it won't be yeah. anything, like, crazy. Yeah. And he's a top fucking driver. He's a top, like you said, I and I, I agree with your – when you said that, a lot of people are like, nah, man, it's Daigo. Because da- Daigo is good, but Daigo also had a like, different kind of machine pushing him, mm. and Daigo has different resor- resources to do what he does in a short amount of time. I'm not gonna say what his resources are because you can probably figure it out, but whatever. That's not that's. But uh, everyone's my... got a
1: different situation, and I think. Right. What I would say that the, the average is from all of the guys I've met, like and you know, it's uh, like you know, I've had Hibino rescue me and my buddies off a mountain one time, and yeah, you know, I I know Tezuka and Yokoi <laughs> and Nakamura and like you know Dean Asbo, McKeever, um, yeah. the Shanahans all of those guys the guys that are successful in what they do mm-hmm. are good guys for the most part like 99% of them are humble hard working doing something they love you, there's a percentage of them that are dicks but that's yeah. life you know but the majority of them are uh, they're in the position that they're in because people like them you right. know you don't get to those positions where if people do not like you like you know, you have to be amicable in some way. You have to bring value to people. You have to, you know, like I say, come from that place of integrity. And if you don't, it's really obvious, you know, you know yourself when someone's jaded or someone's like pissed off at the world, it's really obvious. And that like negativity just makes you want to keep them at arm's length. I don't bring that to me. Like I don't want that. So ultimately those people stay that way and become worse because they're, they're acting that way so just like you've got to keep down that like focus of like doing something you love and not getting distracted because those guys like I mean they take so much crap some of them like people yeah. talk so much shit like um, Frederick Asbo you see a lot like oh well Frederick's doing this and he's break checking it and Frederick's a super cool dude like you know he'll take you in his house he'll you know Go for a drink. I mean, I, I went to Formula D in uh, Okayama. Was it Okazaki, Okayama, yeah. somewhere like that? Okay, and- Okayama. Okayama, yeah. And and Frederick's just yeah. like straight away. I've not seen him for a, a long time. Oh, hey man, how you doing? I'm gonna sit with you guys. Like, and there's no like. Uh, uh, at the time, I was on an there's... RC tour with just like normal guys that are like coming like to play with radio control cars. Frederick doesn't give a right. shit. He's just like, oh, I know you. Like you guys like sound. I'm just gonna sit with you guys. No problem. Right. <laughs> there's no like. There's no ego yeah. there. So yeah, that, I think that's a lesson for people. You know, And not everyone's gonna listen. Stories people is, are still gonna talk shit yeah. about this, but yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just, stories. Stories like that is the one, I, the ones I like because they, you know, it makes people. It, it makes everybody. It, it. They're they're good. They're they're great drivers, and it, it makes them good ambassadors. And it may if they were like good drivers, and every all the good drivers are being Dixon. All the guys coming up would think I gotta be like this to be good um you look at nascar you look at f1 where you got the hamilton you got all these different guys in the drama in f1 i don't know i'm pretty sure you probably follow f1 no nah, i don't it, care but yeah, yeah <laughs> f1 is like <laughs> they, millions of dollars billions of dollars and they all act like fucking babies i'm like dude but that's you pay, why i don't care that's
1: why i don't it's not yeah. real i like yeah. I, I can't it's not equal opportunity is it
0: it's like fucking no it's not it's that's a whole yeah. different stratosphere and you got to know somebody to get in there and that's one of those things where a skill you know skill is skill. I think, but i think yeah
1: and it still requires a lot of hard work i mean like yeah was it lewis it hamilton put up a video of him doing like 150 pull-ups or something crazy yeah like dude i'd be lucky yeah. if i could do fucking five you know what i mean and like a, and a, a guy like a guy like him is hated
0: I, I follow him a little bit and then uh the research on him he, the, the bravado that he puts out is like a uh uh, uh he's he's a confident, cocky guy, but he doesn't boast out there, but he, he's comfortable in his own skin. He does his thing. He does yeah. bikes. He does, yeah. he's like, he posts videos and people will, like, man, man, he, he shoots fucking guns. He, he rides bikes. He does this. I'm like, dude, he has the ability to do that. Yeah. By the way, he worked himself there and that he don't just have to fucking do F1 and everything. And these guys, because like you said, man, these dudes come from these situations. They're, they're not privileged and they don't want to work hard to get privileged. And they just, They just sit home and it's fucking, they got like fucking five keyboards because they break them by typing them so hard because they're so angry at the world and shit. And they just caps locks and everything. And it's like, dude. If
1: if you're born in privilege though, like, like (laughs) how can I be mad at someone just because like I was born in England, right? I was born in a a country (laughs) where I'm free. You know, I've got nobody oppressing me. No one's trying to blow my house up. Like, you know, touch wood. Like, but yeah. i I'm facilitated, facilitated all of those things. Now, someone who's born in like, you know, uh, an incredibly poor country like Ethiopia. Like when I was growing up, the, uh, you know, we we're always told about how people in Ethiopia were starving, right? Right. And d- do the people in Ethiopia think what a, what an asshole I am because I was born mm. into such privilege? No, you know. Just, so you they don't even they don't even know. Yeah, exactly. It's just you. you yeah, you, you're <laughs> you are what you're presented with, and I think like, right. If someone's like, um, you got a bunch of money and they choose to spend it drifting. Well shit. Mm-hmm. Like if I had a bunch of money, I'd spend it doing that too, you know? <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. How am I gonna yeah, knock you yeah, for yeah, it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, so yeah. like I'm right now I'm I'm living my actual dream and my dream is to be able to like just like I have a nice place to live, you know, and I, I've got mm-hmm. nice cars and I can go drifting and I can put some good things out into the world. That's fucking enough. You know?
0: Yeah that's it. And there's people that's that's it, that, and, that,
1: day, that, and if I can do it for them those people that have less than me, like all the better. I mean, there's a, do, do you know the, the kid who runs um, Nakamura technique study? Uh, I don't. So he's like a, just a super poor, like, you know, black kid from like Africa that like, mm. um, I have forgotten where, where he lives exactly. He did tell me, but like, he There's no way in his life. He loves drifting more than anything. Mm. And there's no way that he will be able to afford to go to Japan and like ever see, mm. you know, unless people help him. And that's something I want to do. Like I'm going to set up a, right. a patron on my own YouTube to facilitate things like that, where someone who's got mm-hmm. no opportunity to do like, I'm so fucking lucky. But you, but, so lucky.
0: Yeah, but you, you reckon yeah, that, that's an awesome thing on your part. Cause you recognize, uh, you, you see that his determination and everything. and, uh the one thing um might so to speak before I kinda make this point is you get so self-reliant and everything that you don't and the one thing for me that I had to learn uh swallow my pride and everything when I started the business is realize as good as I'm fucking am at doing what I do with these cars and engines and everything, you have to have a good network, man. And then like when I was I had uh I'm not sure if we know Rama now in Japan. Um, dude, he give he he got me trucks. And those trucks single handedly put my business in a different like overnight, man. It put my business in a different category. The money flow. If I didn't have those trucks, I would be fucked, man, because I know it. And I every time I was, I messaged him like every two weeks, like, hey man, you know, just checking in, seeing how you're doing. Because he didn't have to do that. And he seen that he he what well, he said he watched me working on the floor and he got he paid four grand for my lift. And I paid him back that same weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said, "Dude, you need a lift, man." I was like, "Dude, I'm a guy. He's like, "I got you, man." This motherfucker spends. F- we never touched each other. We never shook hands. Mm. He bought me a fucking car lift, dude. And that, uh, because he see me, and I see guys too, and I give, and I when I see stuff like that, like this guy that you're it talking about, I'm definitely one, gonna donate. That yeah, one little yeah.
1: thing that makes yeah. can change someone's life forever. You know, and I'm
0: definitely gonna donate that, and I will share that as well. When you launch yeah, that yeah. up, just let me know, yeah. and I'll I'll get it to my my little circle of people, man, because that. That, that's that's life-changing and you can make that guy i think there's
1: a lot of people that, using things like Patreon just to in a wrong way i mean i think like it's fine when you're because in a way like you know <laughs> if you looked at my youtube channel like it's taken me 20 years to gather all that information and and put the work in and like like there's no there's no reason why i can't charge for that in a sense right. or or be right. financially <laughs> rewarded for that because that's, it's not something that everybody can do, you know?
0: Right.
1: But equally, I think you can do things that are more important than just, yeah. you know, like I'm a, I'm okay. Like I don't need a bunch of money to, uh, you know, people to send me a bunch of yeah, money yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to put food on the table. Like I've got other things going on, you know, right. but if you can do some good with that and, give back from things like that i think it's ultimately like you know i i can make money by selling people t-shirts with my logo Mm -hmm. on it that's fine like that's a an honest living in in that sense but then if people are just giving you money just to like because i want to put that information out there anyway so like why would i take Mm -hmm. money for it but then if people want to support it well actually they can support the bigger cause which is yeah
0: right you know
1: like making it so i can have the money to bring Nauki to Europe, you know, and put him in a car. Like, I've got people that'll give him a car already, but, you know, sponsors are like harder to come by. But hey, if I do it myself and the community yeah. does it, because Nowki would never ask mm. anyone for a penny yeah. himself. But if I can do that or I can take that kid from, you know, from a position of like nothing where, like, you know, he, like, he literally, like, Studies this stuff every day, like he recognizes throttle techniques that like people who've been drifting for fifteen years don't understand. And it, he can he says things to me, and I'm like, my god, this kid has got such a crazy understanding of what he's watching. And like, if you can send someone like that who's got nothing and give them everything for like less than a thousand dollars, like. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like what the community is for? Isn't that what like yeah, the support yeah, network awesome, of drifting dude. is for? So yeah, yeah.
0: you know. That's the, I definitely I'm um, like I I I just uh, heard I may have seen something I heard about it, man. But you just kind of brought the light to me, and um I'm definitely supporting things like that, man. I, I, it's uh again I'm I'm far from rich. A lot of people think I am because they see the cars and the shit every day I do every day. But I'm like, dude, there's a hole you get in before you do business. Uh, but still, I support uh, because I I. I take the energy that I feel like when people don't support me cuz there's dudes here that'll go to another shop just because they they what they heard or my style or whatever hmm. and they won't come here and they'll they'll come here and say I spent this much. I'm like, Dude, I don't fucking care about how much you spent there because it's disrespectful honestly." And I stop people right there. Hmm. But I'm in a position where I'm, I'm 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 decently well off to the point where like your your thing you're trying to do with that my buddies, they open up a shop. I'll just support my buddies, man, because I don't get support. So I'm I'm not gonna bitch about it. I just do what I don't like mm. other people not doing. Exactly, I support yeah. my buddies. If you if you start a business, I'll be the first guy to congratulate you and everything. But other guys are just like, ah, fuck that guy, man. He's doing he's doing good in life, man. Fuck him. I'm like, that's the key, man. Like that's yeah. the point in life. If you're positive and if you're doing like you say, when you pass away when we all pass on your videos are out there and the information I put out there is out there. We've left something behind. We got, I got kids or so whatever. Yeah. And uh, you just, you're leaving your little mark, your little speck on it. Hey, there.
1: remember those guys that used to drive yeah. with like petrol engines and that you'd put gas yeah. in them. Like, remember yeah. that back in like, you know, yeah. back in the two thousands, you know, like,
0: yeah. I mean the quality though, it's nice that we're in the age where I don't really see, I mean, 1080p 4k is cool, but it's like, the quality of the videos is good, so it's not like we were looking at the Wright brothers in a little black and white roll-up film shit, where it's like barely let you know you can barely see it. So it's nice that when they get to that point, fifty years down, they got crisp, clear, you know, good sounding. Assuming video. we haven't so, blown
1: ourselves up by then, which is also yeah, very heavy, But I mean, true. I've I got VHS tapes <laughs> back there that I'm really yeah. up and stuff. You know,
0: dude, I, when you dude, I, I uh, to get a to get a alignment, I sold. I sold uh, 60 uh, 60 option videos and six cassette tape. I I was the I regretted it instantly, man. But I needed I needed the alignment, and then, yeah, you know it sucked, man. But I, somebody in Canada got all my shit in one box, so I can get it again because I'm here. But yeah. it's like fuck, man.
1: The thing I, I always consider and, selling is yeah. seeing Nomura's gloves there. See those. <laughs> Like, every, yeah, yeah. every so often, I just think... Is this the, green, the green and yellow? Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 Right, so these... Right, I'm going to... Can you see them? Like, there. Yeah. Right. Can you see that? I see them. That. Yeah, them things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see them. Right. Actually, yeah, the blue ones, yeah. So they're... Right, okay. So they're actually... Um, K T C Chia's gloves, right? So what happened is... Mm. You know we had the exhibition match in uh, Silverstone in 2005? Yeah. Right? So Namura forgot his gloves, Right? And and then basically he he took Suchia's gloves because they're the same size. He would used them for that event, and then took them off and was going to throw them in the in the in trash. The <laughs> and basically, like I was working for D1 at the time, and my boss basically yeah. said, "Don't throw them away. Sign them, and I'll give them." To he gave them to me, right. so they're actually Suchia's gloves signed by Nomura <laughs> and then given to me like and if you watch all the old the uh option videos and everything every single one mm-hmm. I've moved my mic somewhere strange now so every single one you'll see no one can has the the green and yellow gloves yeah 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 so Silverstone 2005 is the only time he doesn't and that's mm-hmm. that pair of gloves there
0: oh okay, okay. but sometimes yeah, when I'm makes... broke
1: I think see, oh man that's the... fucking awesome dude there has got to be a bigger <laughs> nerd out there than me that'll give me like a shitload of money from them for them. Dude. I can solve all my problems, but I, yeah. You should you should put it you should put it
0: on eBay and then like uh cancel cancel it right at like when it gets like the last minute and then, like sale you've been sold just to see how much it would go up. And like ah no nah, they got sold to somebody else and then cancel the cancel uh, yeah, the, the bid. problem
1: is if it got to like twenty thousand dollars <laughs> or something stupid yeah they will fuck oh you. shit like now yeah, I'm gonna have to sell them that's yeah a yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um yeah
0: I've seen do you sell them like quarter panel I got you mentioned habino and it's funny right like dude uh five feet from me is um uh, uh what well, drew p's hachiroku built by um it was uh for yoshioka oh yeah, A6. yeah, yeah, yeah. the blue one so i got i no it's it's a uh, red the red one oh, okay yeah a, a, yeah, yeah. A, a, another one. yeah oh that's so really that's crazy. right on my yeah. yeah so i got that right there Holy shit. i got it on my container right there and now you should put it up the back there. There so
1: we can see this stuff like surround yourself with memories
0: you know yeah it's cool yeah, yeah. so they, it's crazy like that's you know that's cool shit i know you got more stories back there and everything man but again man we, we already fucking we supposed to wrap this up like 10 30 minutes ago almost <laughs> but it's a good conversation good, conver- good yeah. conversations are good man it's the podcast thing is all of them are not good to be honest nothing against my guest prior, year but the the energy and like the the, we got a lot of relations with, you know, hmm. you being Hatch Hachinoe and I'm in Masawa. So we'll definitely talk again, man. Like uh, maybe hit some points the next time and see how things are going after everything starts back up. And uh, I'm interested, like, you know, you're, you're going to get back into co- uh, competing and um, I'll re up some, man. we we'll are have to do a few events, man. I'll probably get back with you and see how everything's going, how you feel. Get back you know, out there, man. Like there's, that.
1: There's, yeah. You know, if you, yeah, you want to do it, yeah. just get on yeah. and do it. You know yourself. No, dude,
0: like, you, you're, like your energy is, is actually yeah, excited because <laughs> yeah excited because i got again i went drifting like last week i just went randomly drifting i didn't post nothing i didn't i just took the, i just like man fuck this i closed the garage and i went yeah. to the track and it's like i i dreamed of being able to do that and now i do it and it's like you don't realize it's something that people will fucking kill to do and now i'm like man fuck man i, I don't got this part i don't got this r154 and I got outside, I got about seven or eight drift cars and then like, you know, six or seven grip cars that are ready to go. Then I got another 15 that are reserves. And then, like you mentioned, now, the dude in Africa. Plexing, now you're flexing. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm making a point. I'm making a point. So you got the guy in Africa who's going to come over here and, you know, the patron and do all that stuff. You try to get him over and it's like people don't realize what they fucking actually have and People look up to you, and
1: I'm so pretty what you've sure you've seen it. Me, you've done is yeah. you basically said, "Yeah, I got a spare car for the kid. Just send him to me, and I'll take him." Yeah, I do. There I do. you go. I actually, I did
0: actually. Actually, I do. Yeah, I got the. Uh, I'm building the two cars. I'm building is for one guy to come up. Actually, from uh, he's having a hard time. And I'm like, dude, fuck that shop that screwed him over. I' helping him out. He's actually one of my drivers down on my team. And I'm like, dude, just come up here and drift, man. Because I, trust me, man, I've been there where you're like, you got so much shit going on. And then a, a dude at beats you. Three minute key. This guy never fucking met me, but they seen my videos. Mm. These New Zealand guys, they chucked like never knew me, never met me. He's like, Hey, man, take it for a lap. And I was like, Fucking, you ain't got to ask me twice. <laughs> so I, I, I borrowed his helmet. I had my helmet, though. I had my own helmet, had my gloves, always taken with me. Just in case. And then I, I, I yeah, I did one lap and I was like, All right, cool. And then the next lap, I just murdered it, man. And they like, How the fuck do you know that? I'm like, Dude, I've been, I live five hours away. I got MSP, a school course. And I haven't drifted at that point in like like a year and a half, and he just gave me the keys to the car, and it's like it that I was in a bad mood because my wife didn't want to have sex the night before and all this other <laughs> stuff. And, uh, and, they got, and now you got to edit that part out. <laughs> you get mad yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, so that that five minutes of drifting, dude, fucking raised my. I was happy and shit, and it, it's just go drift, dude. If you guys can go drift, man, I know you're locked down right now, guys. up there. But when the lockdown's over, man, take advantage of this shit because, like you see, it's so easy to be taken away from us. Mm-hmm. And uh, events closed. Some tracks have closed. Some bit- in Japan, I'm not sure if you're aware, man, but about six or seven businesses have closed. Smaller shops yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, have closed down. And, you know, again, man, I'm very fortunate that I have social media. That's the only reason I'm surviving right now and uh, my reservation. So, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, like we're, 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 we're all pretty yeah. close to, you know, like uh, uh, I've got – I got problems right around the corner, you know, so hopefully we can yeah. all this okay. but Yeah, um, this,
0: shit, this, shit's, this shit's getting bad, man. So hopefully they figure out what's up and,
1: yeah, I, it's getting bad. If we all have to wear masks, the, the way I look at it is this, right? And I, I guess I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll I'll give it my own wrap up here, right? So yeah. if we all have to spend the next two years wearing a mask and washing our hands and using antibacterial crap, you know, till there's... Treatments or vaccine, whatever the fuck it is, like that is such a small price to pay, you know, for all of the other year. Like I cannot complain about any of my existence. I've had an incredible life. You know, you live in Japan. You've been so fortunate. Like, yeah, I can't complain. So if it takes me doing that for like, you know, staying in my house for like, I, I already said when this stuff started, I said if I if we have to stay in the house for a year, okay, I can do that because that's such a small price for the opportunity in the life that we have anyway. So like, just don't take what you have for granted because like, it, it's a gift. Like, I don't know who it's a gift from. I'm not particularly religious, but it's, you're fucking lucky. Yeah, point. Yeah. Like where you are right now is all good. So <laughs> wear a mask, wash your hands, yeah. shut the fuck up and just like, you know, enjoy what you have. Cause the simplest things that hot water tap we spoke about, yeah. that's 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 the real importance of of everything you know
0: and you and you, you take it for you take it for granted man unfortunately that, it's one of those things that you unless you think about it, or like i say we have a conversation like this it makes you think about that and like for me man the podcast shit is not only people like getting to know me getting to know you that's you know our circles are kind of intermingling from sharing things it's like um I, i'm again I, i'm in my mind a lot because i don't speak I, I can go a whole day 13 14 hours without talking to a single person because mm-hmm. i'm in a garage and it it, it, it I, I listen to a lot of stuff so i do get a lot of knowledge but at the same time it's not it's actually you know it's not good to not be social it, it, it,
1: you can end up going down it's like when you're watching youtube late at night and you end up watching videos yeah. about aliens when you start out watching yeah. a video of a kid and you're like how yeah. do I get to this place? Like now I'm, yeah, now I'm learning about like zeitgeist and conspiracy, like, and all this weird stuff. And it's like,
0: yeah, shit, weird, all I weird, to do weird, is music
1: and a laugh for five minutes. Yeah. So like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't wormhole yourself too much. Cause you're, you, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you. you know, like, no, I keep,
0: I keep, I keep it with comedy, man. Like that with stuff I watch is mostly like comedy or like then, you know, sports stuff or whatever. But yeah, I keep it up. Cause like you say, man, it's easy to get on there. And then like, you be, you watch your shit about the, uh, Killer confessions and people who are in death row. Like man, I don't watch this yeah, shit, man. Yeah. I don't want to know. I watched how a little,
1: uh, a psychopath things Yeah,
0: like, yeah. And, yeah, and they they glorify it and make it look like I'm like this shit is dumb. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. So there's, there's enough negativity. Name should never be spoken again if you're that guy. Like just yeah, <laughs> just just no, yeah. just gone. Like whatever. Anyway, yeah
0: man. All right, yeah yeah yeah, dude. So let's get out of here, man. And you you get on. What what time is it over there right
1: now? Uh, good question. It is quarter to one.
0: So, I got it's uh 8, my wife's bugging me right now, it's 8.45 p.m. here. Yeah. Uh, so far as the guys, the, this this slide, I mean, it's you know, it'll probably be up in a few days. Um, <laughs> not a few days actually, I'll be I'll do your output, just your video. I I gotta do I, I export your video separate and then I bring it back together because I want to keep your quality and also I gotta sync your audio and everything. So, uh, it'll probably be like a day and a half. The audio will be up tomorrow, and then the video will probably be up the day after that <laughs> if I got time then i get it up I'll and I'll try to links. launch it like uh, yeah, share the links and everything, man. Again, thanks for your your time, man. And I, I'm really appreciative of us because this, uh, you just gave me how many hours out of your life, man. And that, that's, I really value that because I know time is, you know, I value my time and I, I, I figure everybody else values their own time, man. So very, uh, you know, thanks for that, man. So we'll link it. up again. We'll talk again. Um, when you get the Patreon set up, link me to that. I'll share that around and everything, man. And so it's the first of many, man. And we'll do this again, brother. So Thanks, again, man. guys out there, just make sure you send your questions to podcast.panglestar.com. Uh, just make sure you do all of your, um for the business, send me to com. Because if you message me on Facebook, I'm not going to get to you because honestly... It's too many messages and it's not business there. So Facebook, my personal account, it's just for personal stuff. Uh, so do that for me and I can help you guys uh, give you the most professional service possible and get all the stuff done. So uh, please keep in mind, Japanese holidays, Golden Week right now. No parts being ordered until May 7th. I'm not ordering anything from Yahoo. I'm, just, I'm not shipping anything because it's going to be delayed. So sorry, Japanese have holidays every two days. And you, you've been here, so you know about that, man. So stops. <laughs> the uh, yeah, everything stops And the Golden Week plus Corona. Nothing's happening. Mm. Nothing's happening right now. So guys are there, be good. Be safe. Uh be smart. Don't be scared, but be smart. And uh be safe and don't get corona. Don't get, you know, <laughs> survive, survive it, and then we'll we'll get on, man. So again, thank you, Amito for stopping in. And this is gonna be Donald off of Pink Style Masala Japan, episode number 53. See you guys later. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we